0: Hello, I was wondering if I might trouble you for a cup of strong black coffee and in the process engage you with an anecdote of no
1: small amusement.
2: Welcome to another episode here There's at a Nerd wind Herder. Up on that one. There was oh, I'm into it. I'm trying to be into it. The caffeine is helping. I'm uh, into it enough for both of us. Yes, you are. Which and, is the case for
1: never mind.
3: Oh,
2: <laughs> it's a bye joke. Um, yes. Welcome to another episode of Nerd Herder here, uh, where we talk about this. At least this episode, our first love of the uh, mighty Star Wars. Um uh, and we have uh, spoilers in the chat of our lovely guests for this Star Wars chat. Um,
1: I didn't know we had the gray Jedi.
2: <laughs> There's no such thing as gray Jedi, but I'm sure that'll that'll be a conversation for later. Um, Who's your
1: favorite gray Jedi, guys? Put it in the chat.
2: Oh, you're gonna give me an aneurysm. Uh, <laughs> as if that wasn't my plan this entire this whole time. episode may. Uh, and and you know what? If it's the way I go out, I I am cool with I'm,
1: it. I'm psyched, man.
2: Um, I mistakenly scheduled guests for this episode where I am the most tired I've been in months. Um, And I I will not be surprised if a vote of no confidence happens on my behalf (laughs) during this and I'm just out and and the Grand Emperor Boop takes over. (laughs) As
1: if that was not, you think I'm not already in charge? But
2: I'm just curious which of your, which of our two guests is your acolyte? That's what I'm very curious about. Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh, the chat is popping off. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What's up, babies? Um, as always, I I, I know uh, I've been looking forward to this. As I've mentioned, uh, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. I've been off the grid. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, literally and figuratively. Uh, but not so off the grid that I missed uh, Kenobi spoilers. Hey, that uh, did
1: <laughs> happen, didn't it? Oh Y'all my need gosh. to calm the heck down immediately <laughs> like midnight.
2: Like, I just, I just, I don't get it. Like, I I, I try so hard to avoid the spoilers, but all I can say, we've seen it now, but all I can say, we picked no better uh, week to talk about Sith and our favorite Sith than the week that this episode, part five of Kenobi premiered because boy, howdy, was it on the dark side? Uh, No spoilers, but Darth Vader was in it. (laughs) Uh, And it was, oh my gosh. Um, it gets better every episode. I am loving it. I have been completely converted. We've talked about this when we did the Jedi episode. I was a naysayer. We don't need it. It's unnecessary. What's he going to do? Sit around the desert? He has surely uh, done so much more than that. Although uh, I'm excited for the big finale. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm loving Kenobi. I'm loving it. Um, and Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. so, but as much as I love Kenobi, and as much as we love Jedi, which again, you we did an episode about. Go back and watch that. Uh, also with lovely guests, You can go back and check that out. Um, but, you know, the powerful light, powerful dark. You can't have one without the other. There must be balance. And therefore, we reached out to the darkest depths of the, the podcast Twitterverse uh, to find guests for this week's episode to talk about our favorite Sith. Because I don't think it's ever been uh, unknown that we Star Wars nerds like the dark side. They're just cooler. Caves. Jetpacks. Jetpacks. Helmets. No legs. Red. Black.
1: Who needs legs? R- l- right.
2: A surprisingly sparse chumps. amount of legs. Um,
1: or more than you would think. <laughs> or more
2: than you would think. Right. Just d- definitely an unnatural amount of legs. Um, uh, but, yeah, so, you know, we, we do like our baddies around here. And so uh, we have no qualms sitting here talking about. Now, we Nerd Herders does not condone the acts of Sith. All right? Spe- especially if you've seen this most recent Kenobi episode, we do not condone the acts of these Sith.
1: I personally support both women's rights and wrongs. So, <laughs> yeah,
2: what What's the meme where it's just like, you know, like you, you can do no wrong. Like, I know it. I know, I know this done- and I love it. Twenty, <laughs> yes. please. Right. We we accept all these uh, Sith sins and all, but uh, nonetheless, uh, we scoured for the best guests for this one. We yes. love all of our guests. We've
1: included equally. some baddies ourselves.
2: Uh, but we, we, of course... Uh, have a special place in our heart for these two titans of podcasting. A special um, place
1: in our heart and a special place in hell.
2: They lower their standards to be with us, and we're so glad for it. So first off, uh, new to the show, both are new to the show, but first, uh, the lovely and amazing and well-lit Jared the Dark Jedi. Long have I
0: waited. <laughs> Hi. I-, I am so excited to finally be on Nerd Herder. You guys, I need to shout you guys out real quick oh, no. and just say, Y'all moved when you do your streams for me to be on. We
3: did. So,
0: y'all, I, I am very thankful. I'm very appreciative. And, uh, you know, I was we, – We were trying to make me be able to come on for the Batman stuff. Didn't pan out because I'm normally stuck around a bunch of uh, racist old people. Uh, Ooh, serving drinks uh, Friday nights. But tonight I am here and I am very excited and honored. Oh man! Not to be with the guest, but to be with you guys. <laughs> Listen,
2: I don't you... know what came over me. The dark side was clearly at work for this episode when that that uh, scheduling happened. <laughs> as soon as you
1: told me, I was like, "Are you sure?" Oh
2: man! Um, You're about to see
0: the rule of the rule of two in action.
2: Right, Jer- Jared, you are you are a joy. Um, You're a sweet boy. Uh, yes, uh, you and your guest of unknown origin um over there we, we we love you guys and what you do and uh it was uh an easy choice to move around uh the schedule for you uh if it meant having uh the dark jedi with us uh we would have done about anything so glad to finally make this happen
0: man thank you thank you very much i pride myself on being star wars twitter's vegeta uh <laughs> that's perfect i that earned
2: you so many points with me I'm, dude
0: <laughs> i'm known for being defeated uh, and I am arch rivals best buddies with uh, everyone's favorite character. So it's true. Uh, that's true. And
1: I listen. He only gets one. <laughs> he only gets one trivia joke. So he better use it wisely. Right. Everybody. Gets I can only drop
4: effect. one f bomb, and he can only one make
0: one Elfrota joke. I exactly. think that's you fair. Get more jokes. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's We're the deal. That's with the one part. arm tied behind our backs here. <laughs>
2: Uh, well, a- as you mentioned, uh, and and quite an analogy for yourself, uh, you are the Vegeta uh, of this uh, weird uh, family, and that uh, Vegeta cannot exist without his Goku. And so, uh, also new to Can the I show,
1: call him Goku. He's Nappa.
0: He's best.
2: just got funny hair. Uh, the lovely and amazing
0: Kakarot.
4: Sorry, <laughs> they call me God where I come from. That's Twitter. <laughs>
2: The, the I'm worshiped.
4: Part of Bombad cast joining us tonight. Oh, I so. will. I will actually take that because Jerry thinks he's edgelord, Lord, but I'm actually God. What? So that 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 really does speak volumes to Listen. to what people, what the casual, what what the casual Bombad cast fans <laughs> and in depth ones have to say. Because like you got to think about it, right? Uh, if if Jerry is the is the less unhinged one. I've already won there. And I also beat Jared in trivia because he sucks ass. And that's it. That was my one. I did wow, it. Wow. You really um, didn't wait to use that. No, because part of it, part of it's putting you in your place for the rest of the stream because you got to think, right? If, if you are Darth Plagueis, I came in and killed you as Palpatine, and that was it. So. Just, just think about the Sith stuff while we're doing this, and um, I gotta say, I'm. Or maybe to be I'm here. Darth
0: Bane and you're Darth Zana, and we don't really know if I actually died. There's
1: a lot of names. I, I think,
2: down. I think what he's saying is a little piece of him will always live with you, Scotty.
4: Uh, that's there, fair, a, and I get it. Deep inside, <laughs> it's because I'm God, and I'm anybody. a little bit of me, is in all of you. A little bit of you is all of me, and that's just the Bible. It's the, the bomb <laughs> that Bible. <you> <laughs>
2: um, I don't know about that, but okay. Um.
4: (laughs) (laughs) look look i am happy to be here even though i'm with my opponent we will drop the act for this i do love jared deeply but i love you two more uh jared's just kind of like jared's that wart that keeps growing back and y'all two are the 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 zits that popped and are on the mirror so i'm just happy that's that that's the best analogy y'all could get i'll take it i will take what are you (laughs) he's not
0: Oh, my I will God, say, bro. and I, 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 I will try not to keep hijacking here. Uh, congratulations on three years of Bombadcast. Yeah, oh, thanks. Absolutely. That's today. Today, absolutely. three
4: years. I'm honored to be here. Jerry hasn't even texted me today, so oh. it shows how much he gives a shit. Leave <laughs> Jer Bear alone, he leave him alone. Me, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's I, a hierarchy. I, I I am thankful that we've had that opportunity to do this for three years. And, you know, as most shows go on, you realize it gets more and more difficult to talk about certain stuff. And this Sith discussion is one of those ones that, honestly, to me personally, feels like it can keep going on forever because there's a conversation and there's a topic that that will never end. And I think we we'll even get better as certain shows come out. But uh, yeah. that being said, I'm, I'm excited to talk about tonight. I really am. I'm excited oh, to show you my top three. Yeah. Oh, well, and i excited
2: to have you um but yeah yeah um he's we, gonna
0: pretend he did that on purpose <laughs>
2: totally he didn't uh but yeah three, three years of podcasting <laughs> is no joke um no i, I he got I've... you guys by like a year
1: 2018
2: yeah august 2018 that's right so yeah this will this will be four who's the alpha uh, I, I can guarantee we are no more professional now than when we started uh, not. We've just got better <laughs> friends, um, and and for that. We're hey, thinking. don't
0: let this set fool you. I <laughs> I run a tight ship of dick joke journalism. Like, let me.
1: You uh. You went to college for that, huh?
0: Yeah. At least you yeah. went to college. <laughs> oh, Connor said the line. No, I didn't. Hey. Yes, he uh, did.
2: he Connor did say. the line. line. There's no possible he said the way. Thing. <laughs> There's no possible way uh he'll keep his eye on us hello station. third sister um so yes so uh if anyone in the hello. chat um has tuned in previously first of all thank you if you haven't shame on you if um, you have sorry <laughs> right so I'll, I'll, all we can do is apologize uh go listen to nerd academy or bomb Badcast. they're much better but um if you mm-hmm. listen to our well nerd academy um <laughs> if you listen to <laughs> It's, we'll this, it's, it's the <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese for that one. Um, if you listen to our most recent Star Wars focused episode where we talked about favorite Jedi, you'll know how this works. We all picked our top three and we're going to talk about it. It's that simple, folks. Uh, again, we're not professionals. We just like hanging out with our friends. Um, yeah. And so. Uh, what well, good is
1: a friendship if you can't monetize it?
2: We, we, of course, do have to make this the most confusing thing possible. So, uh, as we go through, uh, if uh, somebody's number three is my number one, or if someone's number two is your number three, uh, we'll just have to. We get the kiss. All oh, right. Exactly. Damn it. I thought we were all going to go. W- <laughs> kiss is all it's around. a little
0: kiss hard is... to get to my camera. There's like three tables between it, but I'll make it work. Right. <laughs> uh, it's going it's to be
2: an effort. But uh, kisses in the chat whenever uh, we.
4: Line in the up chat. our our Sith in diagrams. That, that's
1: our new thing: kisses in the chat. Um, Can
4: we I, have a fourth, by the way? Just not like a true fourth, but like an honorable mention at some point, because I have one really interesting one. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, well, okay, close, b- like b- before we before we even get
2: into that, I w- I'm curious because last time when we were talking Jedi, I was very surprised, but also I guess not. But how much of a trend there was with each of the guests and even even myself. Um, although uh, people are mentioning jokingly gray Jedi's in the chat, um,
0: Scotty, explain to him why they're mentioning the gray Jedi, so he gets <laughs> yeah, so, explain to that. him why because this, cause no, this, you do this it. sweet it's, good it's, it's, person, it's, it's, this sweet good person, does not realize that ninety percent
4: of the people in this chat right now are just trolling me right now. <laughs> so here's the, here's the thing: I'm people think I'm a gaslighter. I'm not. I really am not. I'm I'm really a humble person. I don't know what even what that. I had to look up what gaslight means, and it showed a picture of a lamp in New Orleans. I'm like, "Well, I've seen that. I I live. I'm not." So that being said, I don't know what that word means, and they keep using this phrase. And all I said by accident, I called Jared. Instead of a dark jo- Jedi, I called him a gray Jedi. Okay. Accident, and yeah. Everyone got upset. Mm. He even vocally said it like I'm uh, you you mistaken. There is no such thing. And the problem with Jared is once I know, unfortunately, <laughs> what gets under this loser's skin, I will be able to actually just use it for the rest of his life. And and that being said, look, I'll <laughs> be honest with y'all. I don't know what gaslighting is. I still don't.
1: I'm going to come pick up Katie. <laughs> she doesn't deserve to live with this. <laughs>
4: I don't know what that means. Gaslighting, it's the stupidest phrase in the word. Hey, Google, what does gaslighting mean? You bitch. Here's the definition of gaslighting. Manipulate someone by psychological means into questioning their own... I don't know if y'all hear it, but it's saying a light that you find in a gas chamber. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you are
2: a mastermind of a man. Um, I'm well. a god, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh But, well, okay... For the not in on the jokeness, um, great. I, I, most of my list was made up with what people would call Grey Jedi. I before think before Freddie Prince Jr. Um, shut down entirely. Well, uh, <laughs> the, I forgot the, about that. Yeah, the so the, the the Jedi that don't really fit the super uh, hyper religious. They're not Kenobi, right? Up until yeah. uh, you know, like they just don't fit that mold exactly, and they. Um, are just a little bit more human than every other Jedi. And, and that's what I was attracted to. So I, I'm curious if, uh, before getting into our lists, if there were any trends spotted, did you happen to pick, uh, you know, very similar archetypes?
4: Was it oh, kind of yeah. all over the for place? Me,
0: for me, all of, slight spoilers, all of mine are Fallen Jedi.
4: Okay. Wow. Mine, mine, uh, boom, that's a good one. One of mine's a fallen Jedi. Um, but mine's unfortunately, and this is kind of how I am as a person,'s a direct lineage in terms of who helped who or taught who. So mine's okay. truly like it ascends and it's and it's pretty good. So interesting. We'll talk about that when we get Sins to the Sins of it. the Family
2: kind of guy. I like it. I like it.
4: Yeah. Um,
2: mm-hmm. well. Before we dive in, I want to remind folks that uh, we do have new merch out. Um, nice. You can check the link in the description whether you're watching merch. this live, which you should be. We're live normally every Friday. Today, for our special guest, Jared, we're live on Saturday. But nonetheless, uh, you can tune in live or you can listen after the fact. Either way, in the description, you'll find a link to our Tee Public store where we have uh, Nerd Herder Pride merch. Uh, you can check this out, support your third favorite podcast and also... Um, uh send proceeds over to Amadala initiative um, at Amadala oh my gosh
1: at
0: Amadala helps I can world Wab- Wab- anyway yeah.
2: <laughs> right i turned into <laughs> boom Power there for a second
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: guys it has been a week uh yes
1: helps yes
2: at amadala helps check them out because apparently i can't do them justice uh, and explaining all the good that they do, but 77 other awesome creators uh, are over there supporting their work, and you should be too. And you can do that while supporting us as well. <laughs> oh, Kev, Kev, you're my hype man. <laughs> um, good <and> save. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he makes me feel good about myself. And if you hear He's a, la- a sweet boy. Uh, to preface, if if you hear a large boom, uh, uh, listeners and viewers and guests, uh, we are fine. Uh, for some reason, people with fathers who want to celebrate this up-and-coming holiday are shooting fireworks. Um,
1: Dad's, I already what? don't
2: get it because I don't have a dad, and I also don't get it because fireworks.
1: I told you, Nick Milky, the Milky Daddy. <laughs> yes,
2: Milk is Daddy your is the daddy. <laughs> that's what he's doing.
4: Uh, <laughs> that's what he's doing.
2: He's. he's... <laughs> it. It turns out it's just Nick out back. He he came all the way from Alabama. If um, you <laughs> but... hear
0: if you hear big booms, the shooting has started. Welcome to say it could happen here. Anyway, it's pr- it's
2: probably going to be for some of our opinions when we get into these lists. So we might as well That's do true. it. That's true. Opinions are perfect. I don't know what you're talking okay, about. Okay, Scotty. All right. Um. So we're uh, the same <laughs> genre. You, don't even yes. I'm God. Yeah, yes. Uh, mm. If he is God, you are Jesus. I'm
4: the devil. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I like that. I'm a fan of that.
2: Oh, I, I, let's we, let's start this religious. It, it, y'all in the chat, start start coming up with a the theology for this. Um, so with that, Scotty
1: Jaro, fan of the dill.
2: Jared. Uh, yes. Course correct this train. Why don't we start with your number three?
0: Uh, my number three. If we're gonna go with what Scotty was saying as well, like that honorable mention one, just throwing it in there real quick. Especially keeping, uh, with mine. I'm gonna shout out my boy Darth Tyrannus uh, mm. Count Dooku for that number four spot, uh, but that's my number three. My number
4: three—that's my number three. My Actual
0: funny. number three is Exar Kun. Nice. Uh, he is, and I, I'm so happy for Boop because Boop Boop is not a Legends person for the most no, part. I am not. Uh, so, <laughs> and, and that's, that's okay. why we call it the Nerd Academy because I'm about to teach you. Uh, Exar Kun is what you could largely call. The blueprint for the modern Sith. Before Exar Kun, his predecessors, Naga Sadow, Freedon Nad, all of those cats, they were more like dark sorcerers more than they were like warriors of the dark side. Mm. And Exar Kun was the transition from dark sorcerer to dark warrior. Uh, and obviously, you have Darth Bane that kind of takes it from warrior into a like the actual kind of like swirl of the two. Uh, but Exar Kun is fascinating. He's a fallen Jedi and he, he absolutely fits the archetype of the uh, petulant, arrogant, prodigal student who flew too close to the sun. Incredibly fascinating character. You know, he uh, turned one of the other like prodigies of the order, Uluk Keldroma, to the dark side and pulled him down into the mud with him. And one of the other really fascinating things about Exar Kun is that he doesn't actually die. Um, right. In he, a uh, rare
2: occurrence.
0: Yeah. He gets, he gets pinned down when he realizes the Jedi are coming for him. Uh, and especially after knowing that Ula Keldroma, uh, surrendered and allowed himself to have his like connection to the force severed by the Jedi, uh, as a punishment for turning to the dark side with, uh, Exar. Exar Kun, uh, basically like, cause all of this happens his, there. His final stand happens on Yavin four in legends. So he, channels his own force energy to basically haunt the Massassi temple that the rebellion uses as a base during the battle of Yavin. And years later, whenever Luke's Jedi orders kicking around in there, Exar Kun comes back from the dead and starts haunting students and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like there's, he, he's also like the greatest lightsaber duelist of his time. He never straight up lost a one-on-one duel, uh, so he, he's everything I love in uh, Star Wars character, especially a Dark cider you know they're an incredible warrior uh, they're a brilliant tactician uh, there's a uh, th- there's a really pronounced arrogance to them that I just love in those kinds of villains where they're like yeah I know I'm the best you don't have to tell me I know who I am uh, and he killed uh, Jedi Battlemaster Vodosias boss which, you know, he's just, he's just, he's a, bad that was a real person. name.
4: Yes. That was Votos a real Siasc- name. No, boss. say that again. I thought he was Votos- speaking again? in tongues.
0: Voto CS boss. He's a, he's a red elephant, man. Hang on. Me Let's too. Wikipedia.
4: Legends <laughs> is wild,
2: right? Here, Here's the thing. There's a lot of legends we can definitely omit, but there's also a lot
0: of legends we should never forget.
1: <laughs>
0: I forget
1: on bong or you will repeat it.
0: he also technically invented the saber staff. He wasn't the first oh. person to ever use one, but he was the person who perfected the design. And his, on top of that, was unique to most others. Because when you think Saberstaff, you think something like Maul's, right? right? Which yeah. is like about the length, slightly more of two lightsabers put together. His yeah. saber staff was, the hilt was the length of a standard lightsaber.
4: Oh, and then it was longer. Oh, wow. So yeah.
0: his... Like so he would, he would, would be, be able down. to ignite one side at any given time and yeah. because of the way that he you know he loved like shock and awe tactics he loved he loved the fact that he was a it, it's kind of like if darth vader had a grand inquisitor or an inquisitor lightsaber like mm-hmm, vader yeah. doesn't need a gimmick weapon right mm-hmm. you know xr could yeah Exar Kun was the best martial artist of his era. He didn't need some goofy lightsaber, uh, but he chose to have one so that he could, you know, be in a lightsaber and boom, second blade. And he had like, and he could like control, he had controls that like dictated the length, the width, the like how hot the blade would go. Oh, cool. Like he was, he was meticulous and so far up his own ass. He's an incredible villain. Uh, okay. And one that I think uh, the canon deserves to have returned.
2: Absolutely. Uh, if I've learned anything about Star Wars, everything will be explained. Much like uh, this incredible Curie. Uh, be- because uh, surely there- there's no such thing as mistakes. Um, that-, that jeans guy in Mandalorian was the best character and they just yep. omitted
4: him. That's Cancel culture. That was messed up. Cancel culture strikes again. <laughs> um, he was Jared, I, I want to ask you one thing. What? Did the fascination with this character come from when you were younger, or was it something that you kind of fell in love with when you were older? I mean it, like, because because no, as a no, kid, like, I would scroll I through, did... I would scroll through Pokemon like, um, like their own. It was a wiki. Wookie- mm-hmm. uh, no, it's Bull- Pedia. I would scroll the Pedia when I was like sixteen, just learning about Pokemon. Whereas I never did Wikipedia, probably until I was you know in college. But the reason I'm bringing that up is because that's something I feel like you would have took in as a kid, and like. Let me just digest all of this. So, mm.
0: a- Exar Kun, Ulrich Heldrama, all, all of those characters, Nomi Sunrider, which is one of the cool Star Wars names of all time, uh, all of those are from the Tales of the Jedi comics, which were before my okay. time. And yeah. I brought this up on Bond not too long ago. When I was a kid, mm-hmm. uh, I was gifted this book. It was called, uh, it was like the Star Wars Ultimate, Ultimate Encyclopedia or whatever. Uh, and it was basically just a Star Wars history book that went through Star Wars in chronological order. It came out in like 2007. So it went all the way into like the Tales of the Jedi stuff at the beginning and went all the way to the New Jedi Order stuff. And I read it more times than I can count when I was like six uh, or however old I was when I got it. Uh, So yeah, I first learned about Exar Kun and all of that stuff in that book. Uh, When I was about 13, I got the omnibus that has all of the – Tales of the Jedi comics in it, yes, and then I read that eventually the, the giant omnibus that like I could use as a bulletproof plate you know like yeah. that's how thick the book is you yeah. stop a bullet um, but yeah I no, eventually because... I didn't read it but event- but it started out as you know like reading like a history book mm-hmm.
4: see part of it for me and, and when we get to all of our choices a lot of it does come down to what I thought was particularly interesting when I was younger too and I, I don't know mm-hmm. if it's because as an adult you can almost you know over nitpick this kind of stuff but like this is a jared your passion for that even that you know your third choice is commendable and i mean that because you know some people don't really give it that much thought but i can see that something you held on to something from when you were younger and really liked it so he's so cool he's so cool and like google a
0: picture of him like he's he's got like this giant ponytail and shit he's so uh it's awesome like it's it is a healthy amount of edge. Oh, there's Ijenna, yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, but, mm-hmm. uh,
2: uh, a surprisingly interesting book, d- despite what we were uh, originally told. But um, no, you bring up a, an interesting point, Scotty, because like I-, I will say, um, characters like Exar Kun and actually some from my list, um, my original fascination began with like uh, like with you, Jared. Either book deep dives or Wikipedia deep dives, where yeah, like I'm not going to play this game. I'm not going to. My number two is a Wikipedia
0: books. one for me when I was a kid before I could mm-hmm. read stuff. Yeah, so I still can't read. <laughs> it's oh, I awesome. should clarify that before I had access to comics at large.
3: But... <laughs> yeah, well, right.
2: So, so uh, very, very recently in the past five years or so, I've been intentionally going back to these things that, like, you know, I, that's why I was so hyped about. Uh, KOTOR coming to Switch. Like everything I've experienced of those games is yeah. through Wikipedia, right? Yeah. Like, because it, it's just, I was never going to get that game or play that game. So, I, like, you the, have the, it on PC. The, the way I, lo- I fell in love with the characters was online, was through research. So, um, it's actually a very interesting point. But yes, now as an adult, I'm doing the very millennial thing. You just
1: refuse to play it on the computer.
2: <laughs> I don't like PC gaming. And I don't I like to like on yeah, I, like thank you, thank you from from, the, uh, from the official gaming boy himself. Uh, I'm you validated.
1: <laughs> you really want to be
0: validated by
2: Scotty? Um, no, you don't. Uh, as as go, we've go mentioned,
0: go buy, go, go buy some of Scotty's bathwater now, since he's such a gamer. <laughs> uh, o-
2: over on his OnlyFans. Um, so, I'm I'm... but with with Exarch, we've we've mentioned a few uh, places you can find more about him, and it, and it. it, it uh, I, I joke, but it's some of the better legend storytelling for sure. Um, it, a, a lot of how we look at some of these characters, and again, because I, I have a couple of legends characters as well, they came after we had the very atypical of like, oh, dad went bad. Now he's serving the other guy. Son's got to save him. Like, not every Sith is that way. And they're interesting when they're, or I think they're more interesting when they're not that way. Like, that's Vader's yeah. journey. That needs to be his journey. There's all kinds of other uh, complex and, and interesting Sith out there. Uh, and, and definitely Exar Kun, uh, if you're talking Legends, is one of the, the Titans. One of the, yes. the few most people I think know of.
1: Yeah, And I, I poke yeah. fun at Legends, but in reality, I got one of my favorite characters because of Legends. Like, there is nothing wrong with those stories. IG-88 will always be a goat.
3: Yeah. And yeah.
1: It's because of that Tales from the Bounty Hunter story that I read, and that honestly, that's one of the things that got me into Star Wars. So I can't, you know, poo poo on Legends too much. Nope. there's
2: just so much of it. Uh, yeah. there's so much of it, and so now there's much. so much canon where it's just like how, where it, well, it's, it's not No, I it's just I, I <laughs> it's this nerd thing of just like oh, you've got to go and digest all of this stuff, and Absolutely it's just not. I refuse. Yeah, that you, we're choking people on Star Wars, I and could just I just listen and, to Jared exactly exactly that's true uh just, that's true. just call him when you need to go night night he'll he'll soothe you with uh ridiculous he will Star Wars he facts. actually will not Stop kidding we're gonna get his number and put it up on the chat uh, uh here later do it Seven one eight
0: hundred. step away from the cookie jar that is 1-800 the way. cookie down listen sir this uh, is
3: my
1: podcast you will not bring that eldritch horror <laughs>
3: If he moved his head, it be
0: think right he's there. Sitting on the on the, the throne of Exegol? I will um, calm down,
2: Kevin. All right. Uh but, so, I was say real
0: quick before we move on with the thing, and you, you brought you up a must. great point, JD. Yeah, I- I'm gonna be speed round it. What you were saying, with like not every Sith is like Vader. And you know the theme of fallen Jedi that runs through my list, the thing that I love about it is all three of them come from very different places of fallen Jedi Hmm. and Exar Kun is one of the few who like actively went, you know what? I want to be a Sith Lord. There was Hmm. no coercion. Obviously all of them made that choice, but there was no coercion. There was no deep seated trauma that led to that. It was, it, it was, it was that arrogance and that need to be superior that set Exar down that road. Uh, and, 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 it is, and it is the level of autonomy he has with his choice to embrace the dark side, which is what makes him so fascinating to me.
2: Absolutely. But, yeah. Absolutely. Um, and so uh, as mentioned, your uh, honorable mention was Scotty's number three. So uh, it's kind of out
4: there, but Darth Tyrannus Scotty, that's an interesting one. See, I'll give my honorable mention, too, as well, just, just to make sure Please. I get it stated. This is this may be the only one. I may be the only person that says it on this list. I'm, I'm willing to be wrong. But one of my favorite characters growing up and one of my favorite games I ever played was uh, Star Wars Bounty Hunter, which was about Jango Fett. But not how oh. Jango Fett kind of came to power. Oh. It was how Jango Fett uh, earned the ability to be the clone template, right? Yes. And he, and I don't know if this is Jared's list, but Kamari Vosum one of my all-time favorites and get this she's been she's been canonized she's yes, been she canonized has. which which is crazy because she is the reason Asajj Ventress has those you know um what's it called um I guess they're bent I whatever How, whatever you describe Duke's Duke curve saber right so Karmari Vos remember and look, let's be real. I'm going to be real honest with y'all here. I was a young man playing that game, and I thought she was quite attractive. I mean, for real. What the hell? Oh, oh, sorry. Uh, Nothing important. That was, that was my balls falling when I was, in, uh, when I was like got... maybe in third grade. But no, for real, watching Kamari Vosa like shut around, like she was a great villain, leader of the Bando Gora. Like, I don't know. She had such a cool little like, tick to her she kind of like did this like weird little thing she had that short spiky hair i'm like this is a cool very early 2000s villain now that you like really reflect on it but um but i mean she was powerful she was like you know the one that was in charge of running death sticks for the galaxy like i don't know i i like a more um you know jared i feel like you're a bigger fan of the fantastical and maybe that's just who you are you like the fantastical the the more mythic kind of thing i like more of the uh more of the character study in the sense of like this is a believable character. This is someone that, like, you could really see being a main character in The Mandalorian you know, a broken Jedi who has some sort of ability of, uh, you know, being a leader. And also, I love that I think it's the exact term is, um, she was going to be a good ally, or no, something like Dooku says that she became a liability. And yeah. I'm like, that is such a cool thing that Dooku trained her. And I don't know, that was, uh, that was my character because the idea of like, you know, several bounty hunters going to go hunt her to get like a massive reward, but also to be the clone template for you know for the most impactful army, I guess, in all the galaxy, the clone army. So well, I was like, that's to show such your a
0: stock is a Jedi killer. Yes, right. yes. Well, and,
2: and, and that that was the, the the call to arms for the bounty hunters was they, yes. they needed a Jedi killer, not just for uh-huh. the clone army, but just to like it's two birds, one stone. It's a very which it's i think a cool... is what plays from kamari to tyrannus with your list uh-huh. is you like lucrative dark side users. like yes I, yes i could use the force and i could do all this sorcerer stuff but i'm also going to just go and be a gangster or a politician yep you know like yep. it's it's very believable that politicians would be dark side
4: users or or the person that's a drug you know a drug smuggler would do the same exact thing right yeah, like right. you know like i don't know and then to have her her minions be like these broken and creepy creatures. Like that was as a kid, you're playing this game. Like, Oh my God, you're scared, you know? And I don't know. I, I just love the idea that Django took her down with two blasters the whole entire time. Like that is just, (laughs) that's incredible. I don't know. I just like that
2: Django. Just
4: like, yep. I, very, very simple honorable mention there. But then it leads to my number three, which is Dooku. And like you said, you know, a lot of it comes down to the fact that it's a believable character, mm-hmm. a Jedi that's fallen. And even cooler, I believe in Tales of the Jedi, which is going to be the show that comes out uh, in the near future. Yeah, We're going to yeah. see why that fall occurred, right? Mm-hmm. And that's I know great. we've got we've got referential books and we even got Master and Apprentice, which goes into that. But, like, Dooku as a character... Obviously played by the great Christopher Lee, so that was that was cool in the early two thousands. Whenever you know, I grew up watching Bond, you know, and I grew up oh, yeah, watching yeah. Lord of the Rings, and then all of a sudden you get he's in this movie now too, and he's a great villain. Um, but it's funny, you know, you've got a character that's somewhat elegant, you've got a character that's not as like gritty as Darth Maul. Like I almost think you can go to a dinner at a nice restaurant with Dooku and have a great time, and like yeah. not even know he's a villain. He's not even a bad guy. So there's something really appealing about that to me, where there are characters like Dooku or Kamari Vosa and the other two I'll get to later that that just seem like this this honestly makes sense. And um can't I don't know, that. like 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 what what Jeremy was talking about earlier, the more like he was more expertise in the, you know, what made him special, what made his choice special. I just relate so much to the like, I don't know, the the ability to, and I just understand these characters in a weird way, maybe because I gaslight people, but also part of it could maybe. be, you know, maybe part of it could, and I don't know what that means, uh, but part of it genuinely can be because you see a character like that, and you almost understand their fall, especially Dooku. Absolutely. Like, especially Dooku. Well, he saw through the, you know, the infallible Jedi, you
2: know? Right. Well, and that's so. what um, built uh, the fall of the Jedi, I think, was Palpatine yep. realizing the Jedi's inability to adapt, and that yep. the future of the Sith was to adapt. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. You know, like the the reason he went That's into politics done it for a thousand so much years here was that Jared. Mm-hmm.
0: Adapting is all they've done for a thousand years. Exactly. exactly.
2: Yeah. And, and that's the thing is their their weapons uh, then evolved from just straight on, you know, launching a starfighter into the Jedi Temple and taking them out to, no, we're going to vote, right? That's how we win by a mm-hmm. vote. Like, that, like, it's mm-hmm. such an interesting thing. Uh, but, you know, Star Wars has never been political. So, you know, what, what are never, we talking about here? I no. have
1: never seen a single politic right.
2: in Star Wars. In Star Great Wars. What? Wars.
4: <laughs> um, I also r- want to say one thing, if you don't mind. Yeah. When it comes to a character, when it when it comes to a character like this, you you I don't know you know he's in on it too, which was the coolest thing to me was that look that he gives Palpatine in Revenge of the Sith, like you're about to kill me, like this right. is not a part of the rule. I'm the one that you know precedes you, but you know he looked at him, do it, and he's like that look that Christopher Lee plays is maybe some of the best nonverbal acting in star Wars, just perfect look. And then boom cut. And I'm like, that is just ahead.
2: Uh... Yep. That's <laughs> yeah. right. And, and learning more about like, if you're not following, um, first of all, uh, star Wars shot by shot, I believe is what it is. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, a new shot every day. They're doing revenge of the Sith right now, but you can obviously scroll to your heart's content. Um, but, also, Pablo Hidalgo, who is uh, piggybacking on what they're doing Watching and all giving all kinds mm-hmm. of interesting info. So Christopher Lee was never on set with Hayden or Ewan for that entire opening sequence Insane. of Revenge of the set. Yeah, That acting was literally just him. And that, yeah. that's why you pay for Christopher Lee. That exactly. man was a legend. And, uh, you know, if I had a glass. Well, I mean, I have a coffee cup. I think he'll 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 take that. We raise him oh, higher yeah. to the, the the great and illustrious Sir Christopher Lee. Oh, it. on
0: top of that, with Christopher Lee's input with Dooku as a character, right. if you read the Revenge of the Sith novelization, which is based off of like one of the early drafts of the screenplay, Dooku begs for his life. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. And well, Christopher, and then, Lee, wow. Christopher Lee
0: told it was it's very much like with the whole, you know, infamous Christopher Lee telling Peter Jackson, That's not the sound a man makes when he's stabbed in the throat. You know, like <laughs> Here, Christopher you Lee,
3: my
2: joke.
0: Sorry. Well, <laughs> uh, Christopher Lee was like Dooku wouldn't beg for his life. You know, right, like, yeah. I, like you you can like I how many minutes of screen play, screen screen time in total does Dooku have in the prequel trilogy? Christopher Lee was invested enough in that character that he was like, That's not who he is. It's it's a it's so a special awesome. thing
2: because I mean if you look back, uh, you know, I mean he did the hammer films with Dracula and everything. Yeah. And- there Some was the best a
1: horror movies ever made.
2: There was a, the, a a descending fascination with that character as time went on, because of course the industry gets their hooks into mm-hmm. things and and whatnot. But he, you know, there's interviews of him saying it's just like, who am I to deny people a good character, right? Like I don't want to do this film, but people want the character, so I'm going to give them the best. Paraphrasing, so of course. Wild. Yeah. But it's just like, yeah, I've got five minutes to do this, but I'm going to do my damnedest with what I'm given. Heck yeah. He his
1: bull ass into everything he ever did. <laughs>
2: Completely. <laughs> That's he right. even played Willy Wonka's Both.
0: dentist dad. Exactly. Like yeah. glorious. Um, that was anyway. like a year later too. <laughs> well, I do want to say with what Scotty was saying about Dooku, one of the things that I love about him, and it's one of my like Star Wars hot takes, is that if you remove, in theory, the separatists are the good Star dogs. Wars theory? No let's go Mm -hmm. uh but in theory (laughs) if like like you if you remove the fact that like they're a puppet army for sidious and that the whole the 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 separatist alliance is backed by the biggest corporations in the galaxy like the idea that a jedi master stepped down from the council and went i can't do this anymore this is insane this is absurd all of you are so out of pocket and out of control this needs to stop. Well, and if if he wasn't tainted by the dark side and wasn't just a stooge like everybody else, like Duke would be one of the galaxy's greatest heroes.
2: Absolutely. Well, because yep. that's that's the the tragedy. Like, and if you get into his story, it, whether in Legends or Canon, one of the things I do appreciate that uh, while getting from A to B is different in either story, Very uh, much the journey so, yeah. into the same place. Of like the reason he left being. uh uh, for a a good and moral one of like i can't see this thing i once believed in i can't willingly go along with this sinking ship like he left on high morals
4: yes Yes, that's the the best part
2: when he circles back around you know obviously again you know corrupted and manipulated um and so uh, you know that's where we start to get into right like the the interest of um it's very easy uh to Make a selfish character, but what makes them compelling is how you make them justifiably selfish, mm-hmm. and that's Sith all the way through. I think. Yeah. Heck yeah! Um, yes, my lovely Boop. Yes, you're number three because we're already at 40 <laughs> minutes in. <laughs> well,
1: <I> had, <laughs> had this had is amazing. To, I had to think long and hard about my list in general because you know I'm not a Legends fan, like I've said, um, but I, I eventually came up with something. Uh, my number three is, stop laughing.
2: <laughs> I, I haven't done anything.
1: Darth Maul from The Phantom
0: Menace.
4: Oh. What the oh, hell? Oh, I <laughs> see what's
0: going on. I love you. You're People, people Maul...
2: that know you are, are very surprised right now. Okay, so
1: <laughs> I love Darth Maul. Like to a creepy degree. And I acknowledge that. He's on my shirt. Uh, he's, yes, he is. He's on my cup. <laughs> um, on my cup. <laughs> yeah. Like, I. Shout out
2: to Star Wars Celebration Chicago. Heck yes. That's right. Yeah. I,
1: I love Darth Maul. That's no secret. I've never made it a secret. Um, I'd never shut up about him. Um, and I refuse to. So, the first time I ever witnessed Darth Maul was, of course, watching The Phantom Menace for the first time. Um, and there is so little of him in that dang movie but ooh is he cool mm. like coming out of freaking nowhere with one of the first double bladed lightsabers on screen mm. just oh that reveal of turning it sideways second blade coming out that broke my tiny freaking <laughs> mind
2: <laughs> yeah.
4: exactly.
2: yes yes just like that
1: yeah and it's not just like (sighs) yeah it's mostly just how cool he looks because he's a very cool looking character very creepy looking character at the same time um but you know there there is no words that i can say that haven't been said about the phantom menace and how much of a perfect movie it is and how star wars it is uh but what makes that movie a fantastic action movie with some of the most you know important implications throughout the rest of the Dank Saga. Exactly. still of the fates. Yep. I mean, that is a literal fight for good and evil with a Jesus-looking dude and a devil-looking <laughs> yep. dude. I mean, yeah. it's
2: very on the nose.
1: Oh, absolutely. Um,
2: and, and I'm going to say something controversial. Oh, dear God. Uh, I mean, it's nerd herder. Um, so, <laughs> like, for me, um, I've already been very... Uh, I've said before, but for anyone that doesn't know, I did not like Obi-Wan Kenobi or Luke Skywalker when I first watched New Hope. No, you not. I was a Han Solo kid. I wanted to be Result. the one with the cool ship and the cool gun. Um, similarly, I really was not not moved by Darth Vader. Like He looked cool, but he wasn't interesting until Empire. Uh, because I, I argue that he wasn't much of a character until then. Um, oh. But uh, yeah. when Darth Maul shows up in Episode 1, uh, similarly, little John like it's just like oh this guy's got my attention right like he did what Darth Vader couldn't even do my first time watching where it's just like oh he's definitely the bad guy to know this guy is a threat I I want to know everything I can on legs yeah briefly
0: (laughs) I think (laughs) it's interesting you had that knee-jerk reaction to Maul and then he ends up in the same place that a lot of the characters you already liked Mm -hmm. he ends up being like a a gangbanger in space and all that. I think that's interesting. You kind of like willed that into existence. Right. Well,
2: and and that's what's interesting. Because I don't think that's why. I think it was just you had fallen in love again with Star Wars. And I was like, okay, I want to show you something I love that's newer to you. That was Clone Wars. I don't think it was because of Maul. But eventually it was because of Maul.
1: Getting through the first season of the Clone Wars is a bit rough. <laughs> sure, That's so sure. something to look forward to, but we'll get to that.
2: Yeah, so it it, it was interesting how uh, that became a motivator because uh, you know as, Not a as bad motivator uh, a good one. <laughs> as Kev- Kevin mentioned, um, I mean uh, he he's eventually grown into such an amazing character. Um, yeah, and, and and I think yeah. we're already hitting on that. It's it's those things when we dig into the meat of who. Mm-hmm these weirdos are that we're talking about with multiple syllable names like th- <laughs> what's interesting is the journey <laughs> so, not yeah, good.
3: Sure.
1: so. And, like it there's a lot more to the character than looking cool absolutely but
2: sure but dang does he do it well
1: oh he does i had never but seen damn. any swordsmanship like that ever and i think no to this day Duel the fates will always be the it, best it, it, lightsaber duel in all of Star Wars. If I can, I agree. It's just hard to fling top. a hot take at your face.
2: It's hard to talk.
1: It is. It's,
0: I'm not I don't agree. think that's a hot take. I think a hot take is not having it in at least your top three. I, I, think, agreed. I agree.
4: Agreed. Yeah.
0: I think. I, 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 I think you can edge it out. I think you can. I think you can make a debate that on either an emotional level or mm-hmm. on the level of choreography, other ones yeah. can yes. beat it out. But if it's not your top three on choreography alone,
2: right? No. I don't
0: know if you actually watched the movie well, or not.
2: And and I, <laughs> I I think prior to like 2016, 18, um, when you know you hear Dave Filoni and Sam Witwer uh, talking more about that. And, and the, oh, yeah. the mythos of that battle, uh, you could yep. have argued it out on choreography. But we've come to, and as you even mentioned, like we're talking about Sith and that battle is for the, the fate of the one who'd become one of the greatest exactly. Sith. So it's like, I don't think you can argue it's not an emotional battle, but yeah. I, I, I can give it to some people. Oh, no, I
0: agree with you completely. And I think it goes to, you know, like one of the critiques about Maul in the prequels is like, oh, well, he didn't do anything. No, he sealed the deal.
2: Right, exactly. Yes, he
0: he, like, like, if they realized it or not, he took the most important player next to Anakin Skywalker yes, off the throat.
2: Right. Exactly. Yes, right. He's dead. Uh, yeah. It
1: would be, it I, would be I, nice. I, I promise that I have more, like, deep things, like these two chuckle chuckleheads to say later. I mean, <laughs> my entire thought for TPM Mall is just hot damn. And that's it.
4: Yeah. Accurate. Yeah. Um,
2: for me, uh, mine's already been name-dropped. Interestingly, um, but uh, he is also from Legends, and it'd be the one who we have most of the modern "quote-unquote" Sith um, to thank for. And I think that's Darth Bane. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm a big, I'm a big fan of Darth Bane. Um, I, I grew up; those were some of the few. Well, Book Two and Three were some of the few I was able to get at a younger age, um, and I was just curious of what else was out there. This was definitely still original trilogy is the dominant Star Wars thing. And so any other stuff was like candy. Um and this character was so interesting because um whether I I I know for a fact as a kid I did not understand the timeline stuff. Um but it was it was very interesting seeing the makeup of um the the Sith that would be to come. You know, obviously original trilogy gives a Sidious uh, sitting on his throne, if you will, um, and having the rule of two, and and uh, what kind of uh, mythos Bane had begun and left uh, to thank for that. Um, but on top of that, also like when you know, and and all of you have hit on uh, understandably complicated and flawed uh, yet cool characters. And Bane's another one of those where it's like he's never not the bad guy. But for some reason, you're enamored with his journey. You you know it yep. ends with him setting up the downfall of the Jedi and the Republic. But mm-hmm. you're also like, I I, I kind of I I want to be with him on this. Um, he somehow still has high morals and all this other stuff uh, when it comes to you know his apprentice uh, apprentice apprentice. apprentice. Um, <laughs> it, like it's just it's it was very different for a bad guy for sure mm-hmm. for me and it was uh, unique yeah. and so. I've never quite gotten far away from Darth Bane on, on my favorite Sith list. So when you were a kid, that was that was the one when you were for, younger? Yes. Um, until okay. he was usurped by my, by my number two, just to kind of tease oh. that. Yeah. <laughs>
0: okay. It was okay. so hard for me not having Bane in my top three. I was banking really? on wow. someone else having Bane.
2: Oh, yeah, oh, dude. I've got well, you.
0: Th- and I appreciate it. As I, was, I was hoping we get to talk about him because I – Recently, again, Darth Bane was one of those characters that I knew from Wikipedia and that encyclopedia that I had, Mm -hmm. where it was like, I know a lot about them, but I don't, I haven't gotten to know them yet, Mm -hmm. you know, and I, you know, Star Wars has never been political except for when it's, you know, extremely political. The fact that Bane is like this perfect distillation of how broken systems breed dictators Mm, you know like like bane has nothing he's this miner. he's just on this backwater ass crack planet uh and then he gets and he gets gets swept up because an army of fascists went hey it sucks being around here doesn't it right yeah come on and there's a little
2: bit of talent and it's like oh you're too good to be a slave at least a slave you know without uh, a cause
0: yeah so like it's it's, you see the way that like these systems can kind of like Mold the worst of it. It's very, you know, like it's only a matter of time until the oppressed becomes an oppressor in an imperialist mm-hmm. system. And that's what happens right. with Bane. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. and that's
2: that's that that part of his journey is what's so interesting to me. Is it's almost and like revisiting it now with other media that we've gotten. It's very uh, Magneto esque. Yeah. Um, in, oh, in and that true. you've got this very, mm-hmm. you know, broken and abused kid cool because helmet. of this system. Cool helmet. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> cool helmet. Um and uh it it, it, un- it the, a monster ends up creating a monster um uh out of this powerful person. Uh and, but what I love is that you know he he clearly gets tired of uh you know, much like Boba Fett, working for people that are gonna get him killed. Like mm-hmm. I, I love that bane knows how good he is and uh how if he was in charge, if, he, if if the Sith was different, they could easily have what they want, and that's his big thing. Is he's not playing necessarily the long game. Um, he he's after results, and, and and being a part of the Brotherhood of Darkness, there was never enough results for him that I think was satisfying. And that was just that's interesting because so many people would just be satisfied sticking it to the Jedi every now and then, but yeah, like no, we could we could wipe them out.
0: Mm-hmm it's you're absolutely right you're absolutely right and i think one of the again one of those things with like that you see with you know reactionary and authoritarian regimes is that when you breathe like when you breathe that kind of environment that like unhinged toxic nostalgia for a thing you weren't present for or didn't even really exist will inevitably creep in Mm -hmm. and like and that's what happens with bane where he's like He's like, I want the Darth title. Look at all these actual, look at these real Sith. Right. We can't, why can't we be real Sith, you know? Like, I, like, I lo- like the Sith Empire it. Great Again type mentality. Mm-hmm. Of it.
2: I was I was going to say, I, I love how colloquial he is for like some <laughs> fandom people where it's just like, you know, what, mm. why can't we, like, you know, make Star Wars like those guys? Like, you know, George Lucas. Everybody loved it when George Lucas made Star Wars. Exactly. Um But, you know, yeah, like pointing over there of just like, I want to be like them. I want to I mean, he still has that that draw of arrogance. Like, I want to be remembered. Like he goes on this whole journey um, to get a holocron just because he thinks he's so worth being able to leave his his wisdom and everything. And to a point, yes, because without him, we don't get what comes after. But it's just in it. But all of this, it's just this weirdly fascinating journey for a character because. Again, you're you're into it because you, you he's such a good window into. I don't like the Jedi. I don't like the Sith. I want something new, and you want to be there for whatever that new thing is. And so, yeah, Bane's just interesting, and uh, the books are getting a re-release. Um, uh, I don't know if it's all at once or whatnot, but I have seen um, that they are doing that because, unlike people think, uh, they have not erased legends; it no. still exists. Mm. They just made uh, them prettier covers. Exactly. Plus, so. it
4: was uh, he was voiced by Mark Campbell, if I'm not mistaken. So yes, that he was, was TCO, that was a great yeah. moment. He's in Clone Wars. So like there's there's some things there with a character where like, you know, we, we do all have our own moments to gush over certain, you know, Sith Lords or anyone that's from the legends or you know, area of Star Wars, but like that's not legends. That's like straight up like In one of the most popular animated Star Wars shows of all time, like absolutely arcs of all time, and 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 he's referenced in the latest uh,
2: Secrets of the Sith book as well. So like, it's there, like Darth Bane, right? Well, because Darth Bane is a creation of George Lucas. People forget that, Mm -hmm. but like Mm -hmm. George is that guy that he'll write so much backstory before he'll write his actual story
0: with too. What's that? Mm-hmm. It's such a George name, too. Oh, it's true. Yeah, um, Spain.
2: And so, Grievous. but uh, yeah, that was like that was created back for the Phantom Menace, and it just never, like, if you read the novelization, it's there, but it, like, none of it mm-hmm. ever mattered to the movie necessarily. But George created it, uh, and yep. and something has uh, over time happened with it, and I think if we stick around Star Wars long enough, it'll continue uh, to grow, and that will. I will not be surprised that we will get more canon Bane, uh, yeah. and, and if I know anything Telling about how, um, mm. right? If I know it's going to happen, they're handling that stuff? Like if you look at Thrawn, if you look at a lot of these things that they are recanonizing from a different point of view, um, he's not going to be that dissimilar to the Bane that I love now. But I'm pretty sure I'll like whatever they do, so.
1: I like how we're almost an hour in. We've only Bruh. ever done our honorable <laughs> mentions and yep, thirds. Um, yes.
0: Mostly so, yeah. my fault, and I apologize. No, it
2: I, do not apologize. This
1: is great radio. Uh,
0: not sarcastic this time.
1: <laughs>
2: um. So, but uh, do continue <laughs> with your number two, Jared. It's back to you.
0: Uh, my number two. Uh, <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> I don't think there are there is a Star Wars character legends canon or otherwise. Who has held as many titles and has walked as many paths as Asherad Het, AKA the Here we one who teaches Darth Crate? Teach My number two, Teach us.
2: Jared. Uh, time for a yeah. meeting with the mind. Jared. Yeah. My number two is also Darth Crate.
1: <laughs> okay. Let's Here go. Hey. <laughs> okay. I would like to oh. briefly break in. I'm so happy. The way about this. I got John <laughs> to watch Bombadcast for the first time was when Jared was on talking about legends. Oh. And yeah. as soon as you mentioned Darth Crate, he yelled <laughs> exactly like that. <laughs> so, <laughs> you were the reason, and Darth Crate is also the reason. Well, John is a Bombadcast person.
0: The so there, we left, we, there we go.
4: There uh, we go. We all
2: have our different paths. Some for the Darth Crate, stay for the stay for the I bear. have y'all.
4: <laughs> I have y'all my headphones. I have to use the restroom real quick, though, I will Go say, TV. just very quickly. Go. So I Absolutely. can hear all of you.
0: Okay, ban him from the studio. Right. Uh, He's never uh, no, so, I, I J.D., I think we're going to end up tagging you this one. Uh, Darth Crate, you know, like we said, you know, like, Exar Kun is this Jedi who turns to the dark side because they are they are convinced that, they're, that the light has nothing left to teach them. Yeah. As Sharad Hett, if somebody had gotten involved at any point, could have stopped this. And it's almost like the tragedy of Darth Vader turned up a little bit mm-hmm. because the ramifications of the wrong people at the wrong time stretch so much further than what Vader does. Even though Absolutely. Vader's part of how we get here. Mm-hmm. I, I, I did the character bio for Exar Kun. Would you want to do the how we got here for Lord Crate?
2: Sure. So uh, for for me, so I, my first introduction was when he was full on Lord Crate. So one of the biggest Ooh. reasons I will say he's my favorite is because of how spanning his story is. Um, like you mentioned, the ramifications of it. Uh, it's partly because he has at such various points kind of just been picked up by writers and used as a momentum tool for what's going on at the current time. Um, but uh, the character, um, if you go chronologically, you'll meet actually in the Dark Horse uh, Clone Wars comics, um, fighting alongside the likes of Kukruk, who's one of my favorite Jedi uh, mentioned on the previous episode, uh, fighting along Quinlan Voss and so many other great Jedi um he's that very he's very like quinlan voss uh, too like even if you're introduced to him as a jedi he's a very interesting guy because like he obviously believes in doing the right thing but he also has a little too much fun with how he gets there um much like quinlan voss he's kind of that almost almost anti-hero kind of jedi um and through a series of tragedies including order 66 Um, uh, we learn uh, more about his heritage as he uh, flees to Tatooine. Uh, And if you uh, look back at older comics, it turns out that uh, his father had connections with Tusken tribes, was also a Jedi. It's a weird uh, familial connection, Um, but he kind of gets a taste of power uh, during this time on Tatooine um, when he's kind of lost his way Uh, from the Jedi Order picking up the ashes and starting to kind of see the seeds of fall there without a structure. Um, He was very much a character that uh, as soon as you take away the structure, any good that was there uh, became very malleable. Uh, And surely through very different um, trials and circumstances, uh, we start to see him tip more and more to the dark side Add in a little bit of Yuzon Vong uh, super armor, and <laughs> uh, you have Darth Crate Eventually, um, so it it is very legendy in some ways. So the only Yuzon Vong I acknowledge is the Yuzon Vong that has to do with Darth Crate. <laughs> um, just because it I'm helps. so
0: glad we are so very much on the <laughs> same page. <laughs> yeah, because
2: it, it has to do with creating him. This this sort of like uh, 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 living armor. Um, kind of situation that's uh, both sort of keeping him alive, killing him. It's, 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 it's a very interesting um, bit of the story every now and then. But, but the most of his story has to do with uh, generations after uh, Star Wars as we knew it at the time. So 1 to 6, um, if you read uh, Star Wars Legacy, again, Dark Horse Comics, uh, you've got Cade Skywalker, who is as country bumpkin as he sounds with a sawed-off shotgun and a lightsaber, um, yes. facing off. The and a nasty
0: glow. death stick addiction. <laughs> yes. Does uh, he this, also have a mullet?
1: This uh, sort of rat tail?
2: No, not quite. It's mm-hmm. definitely like a messier
0: mullet. version of Scotty's hair.
2: It, it's, def, it's definitely, it's definitely shaggy. Scotty, grow a,
1: mu- a rat tail. Um,
2: but I, I'll say uh, th- there. So there's many a comic series. I would recommend the Clone Wars to get introduced to him. I'd recommend Legacy to see him at the height. Uh, but the most interesting thing you'll find about him is we, and, and, it's funny that he follows Bane as my number three because Bane introduced the rule of two, you know, master and apprentice, right? This dichotomy of if you want to grow in power, you have to usurp whoever is in power. With Darth Crate, he uh, amalgamated that to a new thing of the one true Sith. So essentially, there's one Sith and his many servants. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you get the likes of Darth Nile, Darth Talon, who all the... the, the I know that one. Yeah, all those boys will uh, surely enjoy, and and ladies, uh, and non-specific uh, gendered. Um, Thank you. Er- everybody likes Darth. Talent
1: Talen is for the girls, the gays, and the <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah,
2: If you ever wondered... What I it wish. It like I wish if if Sith went out and got group tattoos. Uh, that is what the one true Sith army looks like. Dude, uh, but they all serve Lust. They all served Darth Krayt.
0: It's so fascinating because, like, the Sith despite being the dark side religion up until crates time and interestingly enough with this movie as well uh it doesn't feel super culty right until crates like no i'm the jim jones of the sith yes (laughs) you know flavor aid right you (laughs) know And it's Flavor Aid, exactly. exactly. In my last it podcast on the left crazy. poster behind me. Um, but no, I, I love that with him, and it's 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 super tragic because, um, as you you referenced the uh, Outlander comics where we first meet Asherad uh, later. Connor, love you, buddy. Uh, he, you know, Sherad Hat, his father, yeah. uh, dies. Kayati Mundi, you know, Asherad Hat and Sherad are all help, helping fight this war on Tatooine between Gardulo the Hutt and the Tuskens and all of this stuff. And Sherrod dies in the line of duty and he gives his lightsaber to Asherad. And he says, you know, never let this weapon be used in the name of vengeance. Mm. And it is so, you made the right face, depressing because Asherad is so broken by Order 66 that he has that kind of crisis of faith. Not unlike what we've seen in like the early episodes of Obi-Wan Kenobi, where Mm -hmm. you are like, like a Jedi, like a Ron Coda, you know, where it's like, okay, well, the code as written failed. Yeah. What do we do now? We're Mm -hmm. like, everybody's dead. Clearly the system was, wasn't working. So there's like a, like a darkness intrudes on him and he goes back to Tatooine and he becomes a warlord and he's like raiding villages all over Tatooine and he comes in conflict with Obi-Wan. This yeah, is one of my like – before we knew Vader was, was going to be in Kenobi, my big thing was this is the Asherad fight. That's how you do it. Yeah, I he, wish, dude. dude. And like if they, if they do a season two, only story. Exactly. Only story I want exactly. to see. Well, the no, but he's got to fight like Darth, Darth Maul. Maul. He's got to fight Darth Maul.
1: It's a yeah. He has to.
0: But yeah, so he he throws down with Obi Wan, and like again, Asherad's world gets shattered when its fathers die. It gets shattered when his father dies. It gets shattered when the Jedi are wiped out, and then it gets shattered whenever they're getting close to the Lars homestead. Obi Wan's like, okay, I challenge you to yeah, single combat. Down. And Obi Wan, you're gonna notice a pattern here with Master Kenobi. Doesn't finish the job. Yep. He cuts his arm off, and because a mechanical arm would be frowned upon in the, with the Tuscans, he's no longer able to wield a Gadurfi or a Gaffy stick or whatever you want to call it. So Asherat is exiled from his Tuscan tribe. And then he becomes a bounty hunter, and then he gets lost in space, and then. Like you were saying, he gets picked up by the Vong. But before he gets picked up by the Vong, he's like, I'm going to kill Vader and the Emperor. And then he finds out Vader and the Emperor have already been killed.
2: (laughs) Uh, Right. Somebody did it for me.
0: Yeah. So he's like, well, the one thing I had left was revenge. So to hell with it. And he just tries to fly into space and kill himself. Then he gets abducted by the Vong and he gets turned into this murder machine. Like it's just one thing after another, after another, after another. And then he, you know, and he in in between getting kidnapped by the Vong, he gets. That's when he turns to the dark side. He does almost exactly what Darth Bane did, Mm -hmm. where he just locks himself in in an old temple and is just surrounded by holocrons and is learning about the Sith. Hmm. Like he, like, and it's every time that something horrible happened to him, he chipped away at his soul a little bit more, and he fell darker and deeper and deeper into the muck.
2: Right. Well, because too, when when he's doing that is so like whereas bane had this relationship with old sith and holocrons of just like look how great they were i want to be worthy of them and everything like uh like uh crate he he was sick of them because they looked so down on what he'd made the sith what he'd even become and everything yeah so it's like he did it it was also this sort of everything everything he turned to in one way or the other let him down or left him broken more than when he had began. And so that, that's the thing of him that's interesting as well is that sort of like you mentioned this like murder machine, like he's like a Terminator, man. He's so hard to keep down. Yeah. Um, and he just keeps going and, and it intersects again with the, the Skywalker lineage a little bit, um, which too, Kate Skywalker is a very interesting take on um, a Jedi like character. I wouldn't explicitly label him a Jedi uh, for the most of his journey, but
0: I think you could even call him.
2: A, a right, oh, a great Jedi. Jedi!
0: I will slap Jedi. you. I will read <laughs> through the screen and slap the drink out of your hand.
2: But what's what's interesting about Crate Kray- and Cade as characters is, like, I, I and I'm gonna kind of mess up my list because I've I've made him my number two on my favorite Sith, but he's also not a great Sith. Just like Cade's not a great Jedi, and that's what makes them interesting. That's a that's yep. a
0: super interesting take because I think, I think in many ways. Crate is like the ultimate culmination of Sith ideology. I, where like so much of it is like I am the one Sith. It's all concentrated in me. All of you serve me, like a God.
4: The- me being God. <laughs> I yeah. would.
0: I wouldn't disagree that he's
2: he's a, a funneling of all that came before. I think though, by the time we get to him at his height, he's so uh, different than than what sith had been before what sith were meant to be that yet yeah, he is a sith in the in the evil and the dark side sense but i also think he's creating something new um but i'm starting to get like very philosophical with all of that he's he's a great sith and he's always he's incredible I,
0: and it, when it i was, was a so kid und- oh, sorry no you see no what you're saying.
2: I, I was just gonna say like those comics like seeing a sith like that because everything we'd seen before was some old, decrepit guy and this guy That's in armor, true. right? Or, or or some variation of that. So seeing this guy in this epic, like, gladiatorial, like, living armor with all of these amazing... Like, you like Darth Maul? Okay, here's a thousand of them. Like, like Darth Maul. you know, it's it's it was such an interesting uh, evolution years ago at this point uh, of the Sith and those characters, so...
0: Yeah, well, and the thing that I loved about him was that like again like, Asherad was one of those characters I learned about in that encyclopedia when I was a child. And I went, Oh, I'm gonna use my I was like, oh, this is metal mm. as fuck. Like this is a Tusken Raider Jedi. <laughs> he did it. He did like, it. This is cool as shit. He's uh-huh. a Tuscan Raider Jedi. Like I remember like showing my like my dad and my uncles who like liked Star Wars, but you know went like this right uh, and, I, and i was like he's a tuscan jedi
3: yeah cool
2: well I was, <laughs> gonna, I was gonna say like that that was my thing was um the the comic pack of this tuscan jedi uh with kenobi um, oh and I'm I, had, like, I
0: had the one that had uh Anyakuro, the dark woman
2: oh yeah yeah where
0: he nearly kills or Singh because or mm-hmm. Singh in legends is an ex-jedi yeah that she was right. a Jedi hunter, and she's the one who killed Asherat, or Sherat. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and, so, like,
2: and, and that's what's so interesting. Like, if you get into this character, how much material there is. Like, if I'm talking about Darth Bane, I'm talking about three books in an episode of Clone Wars. Um, if you're talking about Darth Crate, Asherat Het, Sherat Het, like, you're talking about multiple... Uh, series with multiple issues because you've got the journey with his dad. I, I had that one too. Uh, the figure that had Kiyati Mundi and Sharad Head, um, and uh, the comic because those were some of the coolest things Hasbro did for a little bring while. Bring was,
0: it was, back, bring Jeez. it back.
2: Yep. Um, that was also where I got the Open Seasons uh, Django Fett comic. Um, like, oh, so much good stuff. But anyway, uh, it was a gateway of just like you—you you can enter in many points, but anywhere you enter, this character is very, very interesting. And you can uh, love him as a Jedi, you can sympathize with him as a, a broken man, or you can like drool over him as an epic Sith Lord. Either way, uh, you're gonna have a good time, I think. And uh, so highly recommend it.
0: Absolutely. And I wanna say, like, as like, an, as like, it was my early teen years where I found out who he was. So it's like, oh, this is super cool. And like, really? and like Darth Crate, Darth Crate was my, like, I only know about you through Wikipedia. Right. right yeah. So like, I was like, I w- and I, w- I would just read Wikipedia articles on all the legacy characters constantly, but like, legacy hadn't wrapped up yet, and like, the reveal of who he is hadn't happened yet. Yeah. So like, eventually, I'm like, oh, I want to check back in on Darth Kr- Asheron. Right. Like, and like, freaked out. I'm like, I was like, oh, I already used my one. I'm like, how in the hell are you still alive? Yeah. Like, and it just had this like moment of like, oh my god, and this is so sad, and holy shit, you know, like. And it, it was it, crazy because for me, like I, I learned about Asherad in that encyclopedia, and then in that comic pack, and then like I read uh, the life and legend of Obi Wan Kenobi, and that was mm-hmm. the first time I, I got so excited reading that because I, I was like Asherad, oh was, my god,
2: it was interesting, and I'll, I'll end because I clearly we can make this just the Darth Crate chat, <laughs> yeah, um,
1: we will at some point,
2: but it was it was very unique at the time to have a character uh, that had been along such major points of the saga like that, right? Like, um, for, you know, the height of the Jedi, for the Clone Wars, for, you know, post-Order 66, and now further beyond, um, it it was so interesting to have such a long time with a character like that. Um, And I think that's what made him interesting and what got you invested if if you were there for the journey and if you get into it, it's because there's so much uh, depth to him. It's not just like a, a final duel in the Phantom Menace, although that's epic and that's plenty valid to have as your favorite character. It's like, no, there, there's so much material to choose from as to why this character is at least interesting, but maybe uh, your favorite. So uh, highly recommend. Again, mm-hmm. there's lots of material out there for it, but... To say one
0: come. last thing on it for people who aren't familiar with Crate, but like... If, like let's say use the mcu as an example let's say for the sake of argument that in 10 15 years time nebula is the next big bad of the mcu like oh, Thanos cool. level threat i can say now, I, now I can
4: make that comparison because i'm not sh- really i wasn't quite sure anything about um Darth crate but that was that like, was a really good way to level it. Like, like you have
0: a character who's like, oh, like, they're interesting. They have a lot going on. They're not like yeah. central to the story for the most part. And then now they're the biggest villain who makes mm-hmm. every other Sith Lord look like a bitch. Like, right. he's just coming <laughs> yeah. through and just puts his Tuscan whatevers on the table. But
1: Tuscan whatevers. That's the new snack from Nabisco.
2: If, if nothing <laughs> else, look, look Tuscans <laughs> are more popular than they've ever been now.
4: Mushroom.
2: Take a journey. Find a find out more about this Tuscan Jedi. Highly recommend it. Um, so, uh, we shared a two that was glorious. I was not. That was good. I, I was not expecting Darth Crate. I expected Darth Vane, but not Darth Crate. So I, that, I, I'm very pleased. Um, but uh, so now, uh, Mister Scotty, uh, you're not. I three. would
4: say this one may be most people's favorite Sith. So I'm willing to have all of your hands go up on this one, and it's possible <laughs> that you maybe you you have a knack for the obscure, but this is the character that like even as a kid just nothing but interest, and that's Palpatine. I mean, mm. like truly deep interest in everything, and like Absolutely. I was saying this on um pod, oh, no, I it's in this on um, streaming Star Wars last night. Um, that there's a moment like as a kid, I remember watching The Revenge of the Sith trailer before incredibles okay before the movie (laughs) the incredibles when it came out 2004 (laughs) and not giving a at not caring at all about whatever what the incredibles is gonna be like not not caring at all y'all like i remember watching the incredibles thinking about that trailer i just witnessed and um there was that one shot with palpatine he swings the lightsaber i'm like oh my god he's coming back then i was like hold on wait a minute so i pulled out my reference books because i had the phantom menace one the attack of the clones one and I had the original trilogy one. And I still have them over there. I'm looking through it. I'm like, oh my god, that's the same guy, but but like <laughs> messed up. Aww. And I'm like, as a kid, I mean, you're like eight years old, and you have these realizations, right? You know, I didn't read a Wikipedia when I was that young. I was more or less just looking through books and going, mm-hmm. holy cow, this guy becomes that guy, and this is the movie that's going to do it. So when I went and saw that movie, my main focus—I'm not kidding when I say this was Palpatine. And so when he showed up on the on the top of that um on uh of the Invisible Hand, is that the name of the ship? I think it's yes. the name of the ship. He's at the top of it. I'm like, oh my <laughs> God, this is the throne room from Return of the Jedi. They're gonna do it. Like it was like all of it, right? It was all right. of it. So that being said, Good the pool interest... was good pool kid Scotty.
0: Well recognizing I, I... the Lucasinian rhyme. Well that's the... the thing, right? <laughs> to be fair,
1: like... I needed my dad to poke me and be like, You remember the bad guy from the last movie? That's him. Yeah
4: see and that's the thing you you watch these movies and that's when it became a saga for me it went from being just a movie to being like a whole thing now and Mm -hmm. like every little bit of it counts right so obviously i could talk about what it means to me personally but in in terms of a character i mean you've just got one of the greatest villains of all time like through and through manipulative the one that i can actually least relate to like i've (laughs) I, I mean it good like about myself, right? Yes, you you see a Are character sure? like that. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh you see a I mean, character like that, and it's pure evil, just yeah. the most evil it can be. You know, he held on to his life because of evil. Like, there's just like, so much there. And yeah. like, I don't know. My big thing with Papa Team comes down to the fact that he he had always had a contingency for everything. Literally, mm-hmm. like, if he woke up one morning, like with the alarm clock at a different time by accident, there was a plan for the rest of the day. Like, like he just, I don't know. And, like, anytime, especially in the Clone Wars, you get these moments where, like, he makes a face. And you're like, oh, my God. Like, you yeah. know, the Zillow, the Zillow Beast was the best episode for that reason. Oh, I God. think we're going to get some more of that Bad Batch now. But the Zillow Beast was one of those things I'm like, oh, my God. Like, you know, he had been thinking so far in advance, you know, pinning two different armies together, being the the the... the point that draws both of them in like i i don't know you could talk about this character forever and what the impact he has over the skywalkers and then beautifully enough ray comes in at the end if you don't like or you do like the movie she being a palpatine ultimately defeats you know a palpatine does defeat another palpatine it's like Mm -hmm. it's just god like i i could talk about that for days because Mm. there's so much there this this whole entire you know saga so far has been um, what's the two families in Romeo and Juliet? The Cap, Cap- Capulets, uh, the Asgard's, the Capulets and, uh, and the, uh,
1: Montague.
4: Montague, Thank right? You. Yep. Uh, Montgomery. Asgard's mm-hmm. Montgomery.
1: Oh they- <laughs> read a Shakespeare play in your life. So that being, I said, know he though, invented the name Jessica. He did invent. Oh the name Jessica.
4: wow! I didn't know that. Yep. That being said, you you get a character, you get a character that that you know you watch these saga films, and it's ultimately the battle between these two people. And then you watch him like The Mandalorian, and his impact is still there, mm. where you see the strand cast in the tube, and you're like, whoa. And then Palpatine or Snokes themes quietly plays. You're like, he's just had his hand in everything, and it's impacted everybody. And um, yeah. I don't know, there is a mythos to him, but most importantly, the hell? Most importantly, there is a a certain, I don't know, there's a certain air to this character, and it's probably I would really like to go on and say this, but he is probably one of the greatest fiction characters of all time. Like, truly, Absolutely. to his core, like, truly, which is a weird thing to say, you know? Oh, no. Absolutely well, true, though. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, I, I, I've I, said it on the podcast before. There is a reason that I will argue to the end of time that somehow Palpatine help, returned is not a bad line. <laughs> it's like,
4: not. I agree with you completely. One, how would it, they know? it makes sense. How would, how they, would they know?
1: know? but also, does Palpatine strike you as a man who dies? No! Absolutely not. He's a man with contingency plans A through like, 65, okay? Yeah! Like, that is a lot of planning.
0: The exasperation in in Poe's voice as well, We're like, it's that level of like, you know, like, okay, we can't, like, obviously he wasn't present for it, but like, when Operation Cinder was coming down, mm. you know, yeah. the rebellion went, okay, holy God, we killed the Emperor. Right. Oh, my God, he's still killing us. <laughs> and like, yeah. So, like, well, the fact that, and like his... Like, he, he was conceived at Endor. Like, of course, Poe's, like, somehow he's back. I thought my parents yep. helped whack forest this guy. Floor. Yes.
2: Um, well, like, the one thing I'll say about the whole Poe line is, like, I've never felt that more in the sense of like because i mean really they're fighting a war yeah and all of a sudden now some evil space wizard is has entered the chat it's like all right as if things weren't bad enough guys yeah uh, you know it's just like i feel for the people this is who we're fighting you know like i mean even even the original trilogy if you watch it right there's this whole war going on and then there's this personal journey Right. There's a yep. the Skywalker thing going on and then there's actually galactic war. Yeah. And so I felt so bad for uh, Poe in that moment of like, hey, guys, yeah. they're at it again. And there's um, <laughs>
1: like real logistics to go on in this war. But oh, yeah.
2: Uh, Palpatine would definitely be my honorable mention um, mm-hmm. only because I do believe, uh, as has been well stated at this point, though, like he is such uh, an antithesis of the Sith. Exactly. An antithesis yeah. that Sith, he if you will. is all the Sith. Um yeah. Just because, like, it, it's the natural evolution of things. Like, you know, we talked about early on, the weapons of the Sith have evolved from uh, sabers to politics. And um, uh, he's a very interesting. You can't escape his his intrigue as a character. But for me, um, I, th- I obviously my my other two have more to do. I think with nostalgia and how they make me feel. I, Palpatine doesn't make me feel anything. He's just dagum interesting. Yeah. Um And 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 to kind of counter. With Bane, uh, Bane also tried to look at prolonging his life, but only so long as the Sith could live on. Like, Mm -hmm. I only want to live long enough to get killed by a worthy apprentice. Whereas Palpatine, all of his contention,
3: he
2: will not let it pass on. He believes he is the one who should be the the, the, one holding the leash of the Sith forever, you know, And, and that's the whole deal with the final order. All of that stuff is so that he can uh once again have power because he can't he he doesn't he
4: doesn't doesn't trust anybody else with it no he's gonna jump to ray and take over her body exactly that was the beauty of it like it's like you've got a character who will then transfer his essence who he is into someone else just because you're right he can't trust anybody with it it, right right it's it's not
2: even this just like you go do my like no let me have your body so i can ensure my legacy it's just no it's it's incredibly interesting and uh hella maniacal for sure. As yes. Well, so. you know, uh, he, hard, hard to escape the, the uh, enigma that is Palpatine. So yeah,
0: yeah he's, he's the that. ultimate he's evil, the you know, <laughs> he, like, is. he is like, look at, look at Bane, look at, you know, he's the same flavor of evil. Like do some of my, lives, like Exar Kun, but like take it to like the nth degree, because you have somebody like Palpatine doesn't believe in anything. No, He's he, he believes in Palpatine. It's right. not about it's not about the ideology of the Sith, although he holds himself on this pedestal as the ultimate Sith, right? But that's the only reason why he cares about the Sith because he's the best one. It, he it's wants, right.
2: like, yes, it's self serving. It, that's is, all is, it is. Which is why he's the best Sith. The best Sith are the most self serving. Like because that's exactly. all that's all it is. Is it the the if you want to know the difference between light and dark, it all just boils down to selfless versus selfish. That's it. Yeah, like I mean, not that that takes away. Like that is a grandiose idea, uh, but if you boil it down in simplicity, that's that's really what's happening. That's why Ray beats Palpatine. That's why Luke uh, rescues his father. Like when you get into the nitty gritty, all of
4: it happens because they make a choice to be a different kind of person, and not He's also. The most convincible one to like retcon and certain things. Like, yes, he could show up. He could show up in nine just because that's who he is. And you right. can almost write every story from here on out that way. Like, when Ray blows him up into hell, <laughs> like, you could still say, oh, he came back. Like, right. you, you he, back he, has, he has so many opportunities for him <laughs> to come back. He could come back as another clone, or he could be cloning a different moon somewhere. Like, he's the most. Infallible character, I think. Like he's the one that like you could convincingly see show up in uh I don't know, I mean anything at this point. It's I love that about him. And like he suffers not, from
0: Batman syndrome in that way, but yes, you use it sparingly, it works. Yes.
4: And <laughs> I think I think they'll I don't know if they'll ever do it again, but I just know Ian McDermott. If it wasn't for him portraying the role, and he has always, you know, except for it, Sam witwer a couple of it times it would not have worked it would not have worked and like i'm that character is so intrinsic to the actor mm-hmm. and like you know it's one of the few where you can get fantastical with it like all the legends ones y'all are speaking of right but like to have an actor truly portray a character you know and obviously there was thing written about palpatine before like in on a deeper level but like Man, like it, it's just so well done. Like, like they could cast, you know, like y'all were saying, Darth Crate or, or Darth Bane in a show, and you probably have, like, oh, why did they choose? He just didn't fit the, you know, like, but with Palpatine, you have, you know, Ian McDermott. You just, you can't even bit, you can't even complain. You literally yeah. can't complain. It's Absolutely. too perfect. Oh, yeah.
1: I still remember that moment in Celebration 2019 mm-hmm. when he came on stage. Oh, you know, everyone just. Screamed, especially you <laughs> but like, it, that was a moment that I will never forget because of mm-hmm. how much energy he had and how much of a hold that he had with three words.
2: I, yep. I, I just love, um, how much it still works, like for it to still work in 2019. Um, mm-hmm. for that, like oh. him in the makeup, all it was, all it, it's like he never left the character, it's like nothing. Nope. It, mm-hmm. You know, it, it's like you Dude. say. It's so tied to him.
1: And that laugh at the end of the Rise of
0: Skywalker. <laughs> That's trailer, exactly like what I was gonna style. say. Right? Like it, He, the way that like the trailer, like again, like again, like that. There's so much going on in that trailer, yeah. and it was such a, it was such a vision of things to come. Of like, oh, what the hell is happening? Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god. Yeah. Yep. No one's ever really gone quiet. <laughs> and you're like oh no oh god jesus (laughs) god oh no everyone's gonna die like it's just the immediate like nobody here is prepared to deal with him
2: and no and it's it's
0: terrifying horrified. what
2: i've loved about this journey with modern star wars is it's taken me back to that place and this is totally off topic we'll get back i promise but someday um yeah like that that wonder and awe and excitement there of like we don't know where they're going after eight we like at any given point, we knew nothing. What's episode seven going to be? What's episode eight? Like, how are we going to yeah. get? Like, I, I was so there for all of the unknown, mm-hmm. for all of the, the enigma, because it was just so exciting uh, to, you know, get so many new things, first things, uh, while also getting nostalgic with things. Um, and, and certainly Rise of Skywalker is probably the most uh, well-mixed drink of Star yeah. Wars-ness that we got from that. I agree. Uh, all right, you little chicken nuggets. If you're still tuning in, uh, this is yeah. going to be a long one. But we are circling back uh, to our 1st I'll save mine for last since uh, we're we're going together. Ooh. Oh wait, right. That's yeah. right. I'm, I'm I on did this, this, this again. I did this last time. Uh-huh. Yeah, you learned wow. well, talk- so much about Palpatine. I had thought I thought that was your. You know for a, a fact that it was
1: not. <laughs> I do, I do. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so gentlemen, um, surprising no one, my my second favorite sit. Here we go is Darth Maul. Um, Darth Maul, specifically from Rebels this time.
4: Oh, okay. Yes. The torn up one.
1: Exactly. I Mm -hmm. love a broken character so much. I love a character who has been just taken and put into a blender and pulsed a few times, taken out, put under a broiler for a couple of hours, make them a little crispy. And then take away their legs again. (laughs) Um, And I think I've waxed poetic on this show so many times about the character and the tragedy of Darth Maul. And that comes to a head so much in Rebels. You get the purest form of spite will leave you cold. Spite will not save your life. Mm -hmm. Ever. You cannot live off of spite and anger alone. Nope. And that is a character to be pitied and a character to be remembered as a lesson in what not to do. And we get all of that in Maul, in Rebels. Uh, You get old man Maul at first, who is just... I love a precious conniving (laughs) old old man. Exactly. Um, Just wearing a blanket, because that's what you do when you get (laughs) old. Um, I love the art that Ezra goes through in those episodes. Kind of grappling with, oh, I could get what I want if I have this, which is, I think, something that all of our favorite characters have gone through. Being tempted by the dark side, by the one who arguably has benefited some of the most by the dark side. I mean, the dark side quite literally saved his life. Is it healthy? Absolutely (laughs) not.
2: Mm -mm. Um, Is it interesting? Yes.
1: It's very interesting. (laughs) Um, And then...
2: No, I was just going to say, like, with with how you're talking about Ezra, like, that no more than in Rebels, but especially throughout his entire uh, character journey, Maul is a character that affects other characters. Yes. Um, He
1: is the fulcrum of a lot of the story. mm. Not like the fulcrum, but like a fulcrum. (laughs) Thank you. He would make an excellent rebel if he you know was interfered with at a young age <laughs> if he went to the boys and girls club on death, Amir. if
2: things went very differently
3: oh, well, yes <laughs>
0: I've, I've toyed with writing a fan fiction about that mm. i have i was actually talking to taylor about this last week or Send two it weeks ago is that i just have like there's just this like this huge number of like ah, i want to write that one day outlines just sure. talking about like what 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 if twin sons went differently Mm. You know, yeah. I, like, that's wow. what's on my shirt is like all the different times obi-wan and maul crossed paths twin yeah. sons is on here and you know i uh, he could have been so much more and it's so yeah. tragic if, and...
1: yeah if obi-wan had just been like come inside please <laughs> yeah let's sit down for five yep. seconds and talk about Walk it, it
0: doesn't have to be. it's absolute big... moron it's, yeah just just stop
2: the the, the duel of fates would have been completely different yeah. for sure. and yeah.
1: that's <laughs> the most major tragedy of Maul as a character is it didn't have to be this way. Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: But at one the same of Palpatine's time, Palpatine's like premium victims. I'm sorry, I keep talking. Exact, go here, ahead. No, that's no, exactly It was what it just is. just that thought. You know. Yeah.
1: Like he was taken at infancy uh, yep. from his mother and trained to be one of the perfect Sith. Mm-hmm. And that is tragic. Like, he never had a choice. And that's yep. why I love him so much, honestly.
2: Well, and, and that's the thing is, I mean, he constantly felt like he had not He kept progressing as if he had no choice but for vengeance, but for what he's been taught and all this other stuff. And, like, that's what Rebels does so well is, mm-hmm. like, yeah, we get uh, the the makeup of the character from Clone Wars, but Rebels ends it off yes. and reminds us the kind of character and, yeah. and and lesson he should be and that like you you choose mm-hmm. to or not to uh uh stay exactly in that place you know like yeah. I, the the exchange of dialogue in twin sons you know what i've risen above and all that yeah. like it's it's staring you in the face yeah. of like, mm-hmm.
1: it it's a great reminder that all of the Sith that we interact with in the Clone Wars, the prequel era, are victims. They were victims of circumstance. They were victims of actual trauma. Like, they made their choice at the end of the day, but they were victims of many great circumstances. And I could keep going, but I'm... Um, hey, Scotty, what's your number? Well,
4: <laughs> oh, no, no. I, I do want to speak to Broken Mall real quick, if you don't mind. Absolutely, because- please that was one of the biggest shocks of rebels that we were going to get a broken mall and you know mm-hmm. and then we end up getting and you know what there's another another version of mall that we can add to it obviously we'll talk about clone wars mall i guess if i can guess boops next one but <laughs> uh you can't okay okay so we are gonna we're going to get at some point <laughs> they're going they're going to in some capacity talk about you know um crime lord mall and that's going to mm-hmm. be so cool to see too but it's a character that has had so many chances to come back to the light, but also come back as a new character. Exactly, and he has come back as a new character. But like, it's one of the few characters that have gotten that has gotten a bunch of different things in every form of a Star Wars storytelling. And like, I'm just thankful that we've got a character that's multifaceted. Exactly, and that's 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 obviously extremely important to the saga. But unfortunately, is a is a child of just you know being. Never being number one, he always he's always a second place, you know, even, like, person. It's bad, right? He was second place to Clone Wars because he, you know, couldn't come back in live action. George mm-hmm. even considered, you know, Maul to show back up in the sequel trilogy, apparently. You know, like, it's just, he's always had this chance to come back. And, like, unfortunately, due to his character flaws, he never will. I don't know. I, never- I love that character. That's the one character that that is truly the most compelling, I would say. Yeah. Of of the Sith to me, like truly compelling. Yeah, he
1: he gets in his own way every single time.
4: Yep. Yes, he he screws
1: himself to just let go, Mm -hmm. take a hand of someone for Pete's sake, please.
2: Yep. Nope. Well, and it's the uh, the last character you expect to get those sorts of interesting stories and life lessons
0: from. Uh, You know, the the action figures. (laughs) <laughs> oh the
1: entire shelf right
3: there. Oh yes. But
0: no, but that's what I'm saying. Like it like that's something that I've loved. I mean, granted Clone Wars is pre Disney, obviously, but like the Disney era of hey, let's give these action figures a personality between Maul and Boba Fett at this point, you know, like it's one of my new favorite things. Is like, mm-hmm. It's like yep. it's like you said during the Jedi episode, like, you know, okay, let's get this over quickly. I like Boba Fett. Yeah, he looks cool, doesn't he? Cool. Right. Moving on. Uh uh-huh. and now it's like, yeah, Boba Fett, he's like Really complicated. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's got Absolutely. a lot going on right now. Yeah.
2: Um, well and, and that's the thing is like uh you like mentioned there, it's like we can go as deep as we want to, or it can it can just be he's a really cool little guy who's interesting to t- kind of tag along with through the story. Yeah. you know, he's the he's the great little foil uh along the way. Or yeah, you can get deep with it. Yeah, you can um, get yeah. deep
1: and you can get sad.
2: It just depends <laughs> on, on how, how far you want to go with him. But, um, yeah, again, it's just it's so interesting that we're talking about Maul like this. Like, you know, 20 plus years later yeah. after the Phantom Menace, no, I, like I never would have thought uh, he's become the character that he is now. Mm-hmm. But I'm so glad he yeah. I'm, I'm very glad he is.
1: Also, Crime Lord Maul is my honorable
4: mention.
2: Crime Lord Maul. Yeah,
4: there you go. I can't wait to get more of that. That's going to be so cool. Oh, it's be So cool.
2: So now, Jared. You're number one.
0: Do you really think we could talk about the greatest Sith of all time and not invoke the granddaddy of the Jedi-turned-Sith and not invoke the greatest Jedi killer of all time? Cue the damn music. It's Darth Vader. Uh-huh. Come on. Let's go. Yeah, maybe... maybe Maybe Vader being number one is a little phoned in. I mean,
2: if it is, then I'm right there with you because that's also my number one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No! No (laughs) Do it. Go off, Queens.
2: I'm serious. Go off. Yep.
0: All right. Go off. (laughs) The the thing that I love about Vader in this context of like, oh, like, you know, your favorite Sith, any type of like, how are we going to compile the Sith and whatever direction you want to come at it from? Vader is, for the most part, unambiguously the number one. He is the granddaddy of the greatest movie villains of all time. He is the trendsetter for the arch- for so many different types of archetypes in Star Wars. You want a redemption story? I got you. You want a complicated family story? I got you. You want a <laughs> Jedi hunter? I got you. You want a fallen Jedi? I got you. Like It's literally all of these archetypes of Star Wars that he is the blueprint for. It's like poetry. It rhymes. He's so complicated. He's so complex. And like Vader is one of those characters. And I think it's funny that like we have seen him do so much wretched shit. Mm. But because we know how the story ends, we know eventually he'll be redeemed. and he will go to force heaven and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and it's all of that. But in the meantime, since we already told you, and you know we're all gonna drink the Disney Kool Aid and do whatever the hell we're told to do, and watch our Star Wars. You know we're gonna let Vader get away with whatever the hell we want him to. Yep. Let's go back to the sequel trilogy discourse about Kylo Ren. Every time Kylo breathed in a way, audience didn't care. Audiences didn't care for. You'd have entire think pieces about like Kylo Ren is an irredeemable villain and blah 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 blah. blah. <laughs> they, they, Vader can do anything because we already know he will be redeemed. And that's another thing. How redeemed is he? Another conversation. Hard one to unpack, but. Very hard. Like, but you know that's what happens. Yeah. Tell your sister you were right. We know that's how the story ends. (laughs) So we can have him do whatever twisted, horrible shit we want. And we're going to eat it up. We all saw Rogue One. We were oh, all sitting. Oh, we were yeah. all there, like, oh. "Oh my God, it's so, it's so beautiful." Amazing. It's like you did all the hope and all the feels, and like they sacrificed themselves, and then
3: I've
2: never moved on we on all
0: straight. turned heel. Yeah, I, we I've all never turned I, I, on the rebels. I've, I've never moved on from
2: crying so quickly. Uh, but uh, now I will say, uh, with the sequel trilogy discourse, they did a great job casting Adam Driver because for me, he yes, can get away did. with everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but.
0: I mean, me too. Like, I got Kylo tatted on my thigh. Like, right. I, you know, it, it Ben Demption, Raylo, everything all the way. A- a- Adam
2: Driver can do whatever he
0: wants. Um, right. It's true. He even turn into a centaur. But apparently, which I feel
2: like is feeding the wrong crowd, but whatever. Um, uh, <laughs>
0: What, yeah, what do I, you mean? You think it might be problematic to just tell everybody, hey, look, he's hung like a horse, quite literally. <laughs> oh, surely, it's perfect... sure, surely well-adjusted human beings will consume this in a responsible way.
2: Surely. Of they all do. Surely. Look at his hands. Um, anyway. every, everything you said, uh, I second. I, I think he is such a... Uh, if, if you take it down to its fairest, I think he's just the most well-executed villain uh, if not one of them, um, but I, I think he's so well done uh, in a, a, a tragic way, but also just in a villainous way. Um, you know what I love about what Kenobi's doing is they're not pulling punches. That he is evil. He has done bad things, uh, but they continue to remind us who is still deep down in there. And mm-hmm. um, for me, and and it's way too much to unpack. That's why, like I mentioned it in the Jedi episode. Like if you ask me, my deep you know meaningful favorite character it's anakin and darth vader um and i do separate them in in to a degree uh and it's because of that separation it's because of the journey that he's gone on uh especially in canon in recent years to sort of separate himself from his past to try and forge this new him to justify everything he's done and to make it all somehow worth it like there's just all of these interesting um illustrations for uh you know redemption and mental health and and just uh struggling uh in in life and with um moving on from your past and everything that makes um darth vader so interesting so it, like it can be just because he's so dang good at being bad uh, much like we talked about with palpatine um but it can also be uh, no, I see a little bit of, of myself in there. Um, cause I, 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 certainly do. And any, any character I love and anything I, I love to a degree is going to have a piece of meat in it. And that's why I always, you know, caution people, you know, when you crap on something, someone else likes that you don't get, you don't know how much of them is behind that choice. It's true. Uh, and you, and so you've really got to tread lightly. Um, and so with me, yeah, there's, there's a little bit of, of, uh, um, a reflection in the character and, and um I like that but I also do like that hallway scene and the times where he just gets to go beast mode uh because that's epic too. Well
0: yeah, yeah. and it's part of the character. You know yeah. like it's one of those things where like I don't want to get into spoilers for this week's episode of Obi-Wan, but you know it is the the justification I mean, we talked about this on Knights of the Nerd Republic that you can get what we could refer to in shorthand in a very dismissive way as like dude bro Star Wars mm-hmm. with the right execution and the right end goal in mind dude bro Star Wars Fuck. sorry you You're can't see the F word now <laughs> it. it works
2: you've blown it, your budget of F's man I
0: know well he made two Elfrona jokes so I get that. <laughs> um but like it, like, like in moments like that it works and especially with Vader especially Especially with Vader, those Mm -hmm. moments where he comes unglued and he's just massacring a hallway of rebels and he's lighting people on fire. I'm surrounded by nothing but fear and dead men. That that iconic panel, it works because the point is how far gone is Anakin? Right, Mm -hmm. and and deep
2: down to a degree, although we know that redemption happens and we want that happy ending, we also do... uh, I, again, if and I think it's a little bit of seeing yourself in there. You also want like the, the kid to be able to have a temper tantrum, like when yeah. you when you're hurt you when you've been uh, betrayed and let down when you've sacrificed so much and gotten so little for it. You want to flip out, mm-hmm. and and you you do so vicariously through these stories and these characters. I think, um, but but what Star Wars has always pointed to is Episode Six that choice. Um, that doesn't necessarily undo everything if you want to get really deep with redemption and everything. Of course. Um, but in that moment, he does finally make the right choice. Yeah. Um, you know, we're talking yeah. about Maul being a character that constantly makes the wrong choice. Uh, it all comes down to a choice. And, and it's where you're going to choose to go uh, with
4: that. I do want to say something about Vader, even though he's Please. not on my list. Part of the thing in, in J.D., the xenomorph on your microphone is part of this kind of thing right you've got a character whose design was so intrinsic with death right his Mm -hmm. face is literally a skull and it's funny like I always saw that design I always agree with it Ralph McQuarrie obviously approached it from that perspective but like it wasn't until the episode part three of Kenobi that I really saw it when he's stand there and the flames are rising in his lenses, I'm like, yeah. oh my god! Like that is truly to itself. Like that is a skull, you he know, is death. and like he is death, right? And there are some lines in that episode in particular that made me appreciate Vader more. And I think as the years go by, we will get more Vader, you know, and it's inevitable, right? Yeah. But most importantly, in terms of, you know, he is he is a product of other people's choices, which is a yeah. weird thing to say, and his own. A lot what of it's sense. his own. But, like, Qui-Gon taking him from Shmeem, that changed him permanently. You know, it might not it, – it, it, it confused his perspective on love and what love means, and that love's a possessive thing. And on Bombadcast, I've said this for years. Badcast have always said that Vader in Revenge of the Sith is the best episode of that So Raven. And I mean it because – you I get knew a character I knew yeah but you coming. get a character who fought every who did everything to per, to prevent the future he saw in his vision and what he did was he inevitably caused it that's every episode exactly. of that's a raven so like it's such a weird thing you got a comp- character that manifests death that brings death but it's his death that saves him and it's such a I don't know. There's something to it's, that, right? It's
2: very, that's, that's, there's something very poetic and philosophical. But like yeah, sure. when you yeah. take,
4: you take the helmet off and he's like a, he's not even a man. He's like, he's like, what he's almost. I, I saw Joseph Campbell, the guy who obviously inspired George described it as he's a worm of a man. And he is, mm-hmm. he's just there. He's just like cut open. He's just gray. Like yeah. that, that's such a compelling image. And I'm hoping, and I really mean this. I'm mm-hmm. hoping with this finale of Kenobi, You know, in the upcoming week, we will all have a different perspective on Vader to add to this list, you know? Give us more, right? We need it. We we don't need it. We got enough already. But every layer (laughs) they've decided to add to this character has been so well done, even in Rebels. And obviously, the great moment at the end of Clone Wars Season 7. That was one of the greatest moments ever. Yeah. When he he sees himself in the reflection of a clone helmet, that is also the reflection of his Padawan's face. Like, that is just like... god like you can't get much better than that you really can't
2: well and and we've we've like you said we've gotten more i think we will continue to get more i trust their uh well-placed hand with him in storytelling because everything we've gotten has been valuable to the character that we already feel we know so well but again it's that we're not growing in knowledge we're growing in depth that's right? right everything's just adding another layer uh deeper and um, I saw something somebody had uh, an article that somebody had written and they were using it as a, a, a sort of slander piece to Kenobi because they're saying, like, well, it's more about Vader than it is about Kenobi, uh, the title character and everything. And I'm like, I well, I, I don't know that that's necessarily a bad thing because I'm enjoying both. No, <laughs> yes. <so> those <laughs> and
1: characters yes. are so linked. Yeah. You, you oh, can yeah. them
2: apart anyway.
1: You couldn't have Vader without Obi-Wan, unfortunately.
2: Nope. That's part of that's part man, of the man. I
0: came to watch this Batman movie, and there's so much Joker in it. Like,
2: <laughs> right, right, seriously, seriously, <laughs>
0: that is brain dead malarkey. I'm censoring don't, myself. Tell me you
2: don't get Star Wars without telling me you don't get Star Wars. I'm but anyway, my
0: Twitter I, bio: a brain dead malarkey.
2: <laughs> oh, it's good. You're You're good name.
0: I want to take something Scotty brought up, and I want to like, I want to like really wax poetic here for a second. Oh. I'm I love agree. the idea that like an- that Anakin Vader is like this product of other people's choices, chief of which is his own. You know, like he like it is it is this level of like right place, right time or wrong place, wrong time. It's wild that like that like you need like 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 the Emperor needed Qui Gon to die and he needed to do this and he needed to launch the war and he needed Anakin to survive the war and he had all these things. And Anakin makes that choice to turn because of all the trauma all of the things that shaped him as a person to have that possessive love and that like, well, I can't let her die. What will I do without her? Exactly. And one of the things I think is so profound and disturbing about Vader is that when he, when that helmet does come off, what you see is not the burn victim. Yeah. It's the dark side degradation. Yeah, it's true. He's he has sold his soul down the river so hard and has let his darkness consume him to the point where even what you would and even in Obi-Wan, like he's like he's still red and shit. Mm-hmm. Like he's yeah. still burnt. In those nine years, there is so much darkness in him that the force eats away at his body and leaves him this gaunt, like just spectre looking thing like that is how much yeah. he needs the dark side and it's that's just right. like it's it's all he has left and it's it's exactly it's that, it's all he has left and you know i think it is so i think it is makes his turn back more meaningful and to not get into the whole is he actually redeemed or we not don't conversation that, we, don't, <laughs> we don't we don't we don't to my short version of that that is up to every person who has ever dealt with darth vader but as Mm -hmm. far as the force is concerned they know what anakin skywalker's soul looks like in those final moments Mm. and i'm not a very religious person however i think there's something deeply spiritual and beautiful about that like you know The Force knows. The Force knows that given the opportunity, the lengths Anakin would have gone to to fix his mess.
4: That's right. But,
0: you know, I've always said my favorite character in Star Wars is Kylo Ren, and it's because my favorite Star Wars character is Darth Vader. Mm. And I think it's one of those interesting parallels where, like, Vader truly, all he had left was the dark side. I don't think it ever truly crossed his mind that maybe he can come back until Luke was like, this isn't who you are. Look. Knock it off. And then it's one of my favorite under un, uh, like under, you know, very, very, uh, I don't want to say underwhelming, but like very restrained moments where Luke goes up to the elevator on Endor and Vader just kind of looks over the forest. Oh, it's brutal. And then and, and, and the, and there is just so much subtext there. I mm. would go so far as to say that the moment where Vader just silently looks into the distance And just ponders the last like 22 years Mm -hmm. has just as much like retroactive subtext of how did my father die? Mm. And like that, Obi-Wan doing one of these people of Bible, turned to evil. Like it has that, it it has the same amount of like, well, shit, you drive a hard bargain, Luke. That's right. it, 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 there's so much to that fight that comes after it is he saving the emperor is he saving Luke from the emperor like what is like, what is happening and it's just it's
2: all from a swirl. certain point of view
0: it's all from a certain point of view and Darth vader's the goat
2: so uh yes <laughs> uh, I, I I to Brian's question I do think he's the chosen one Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I believe in uh, the Book it. of Esther approach to that kind of conversation and that there's a chosen one for a chosen time. And yeah. that's a that's an episode in and of itself. Oh, we um,
1: should do a chosen one episode.
2: Uh, Boop but, has my
0: number.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, uh,
2: absolutely. And to your point, and I think we see it in real life with people, right? You get to a certain point where you're so gone, all you can feed on is the thing that... Um, is the most damaging, taxing, and pressing thing. You actually hate it, but you can't live without it. Right. Like this this um
1: like Scotty J (laughs) (laughs) Row. Literally literally.
2: on negativity that people have. I mean it's it's exactly that of just every day when
4: I reply to one of his I can't quit this.
2: Right. You know, I don't know what life is without this thing. It it is who I am at this point. (laughs) (laughs) And so. <laughs>
4: <laughs> unintentional joke but i i, I, I mean uh, so accurate as to what this character represents i agree
2: absolutely i
4: am what you made me exactly, <laughs> right. exactly.
2: i love the Go journey that years. is happening here um <laughs> and, and speaking of we journey on uh scotty
4: Your number one my number one me. i'm extremely passionate about mm-hmm. and i almost think everyone could guess who it is at this point but it's not because it's not because of who he is, it's what he did, and it's Plagueis. My mm. God, my God. Like, like obviously, George's last little like here's this that every director, even I think Ryan Johnson, I know JJ talked about it. They've said that's their favorite moment in the prequels. I and mean, you know what? I don't blame exactly. them. Oh, it yeah. may be one of the most spectacular You're right. It is one of the most in-depth character moments we get between Vader and Palpatine, or Anakin and Palpatine. Like, it's what sends Anakin over. It's the exact thing he needed to hear in that moment. You know, Palpatine had a realization of that because he's a master manipulator. But it's because Plagueis actually was, to me, the like like Bane, too. The last little thing touched by George Lucas. Like, that was like, here is an insane moment. And it's very, it's very, the whole, I can watch the whole thing and break it down for y'all, but the whole conversation's beautiful because the way Palpatine looks at Anakin when he says to create life, you're like, oh, like the whole entire time. Like, this is what, you are the product of that, right? And, you know, that's always been a subtext thing that's ever been, you know, explicitly said at this point. But, like, Plagueist in the background was the one that did five of the biggest events in in the Star Wars prequels. He and James Asino is obviously, I guess, key for writing this but like you get explained about the mini-chlorians you get explained why the trade federation has this whole situation you get explained all about master Cypher deus in this one book Like in this one book you even get credit to what the hell happened on malastare okay you get so much in this one novel about this one character it is so well written but the thing is it's not just because it's well written it's because the character's so convincing. You yeah. get the last lineage before Palpatine, the last and they bring up Bane, the whole beginning of that Bane. novel. Bane is a main character if you will. They like talk about Bane him and his uh, I think it's Hugo Damask was his uh, his master. But what would you want to say J.D.? No,
2: I was going to say uh one of the last remaining Classic Sith, too, before Palpatine. Yes. Exactly. Um, yes. Because as we've talked about, he evolved so much of what that title and what that practice means. But Plagueis was definitely the last dark sorcerer
4: kind oh, of yeah. Sith I think we got. Yeah. And I, I, I'm I, so passionate about it because it's the one novel that has ever really and truly broken down what a midichlorian is and how it's <laughs> not... Because they don't explain... They, you know the films did an okay job of explaining it. Twenty thousand—that's over. That's more than Yoda. People took away that that it was a how strong someone is when it's not that it's Lower how many levels. certain types of um, I guess you could say organelles are located in a blood cell of your body, right? God, and like, but that's the thing. That's <laughs> the that's thing. You got to be to get really get it. Exactly. But like <laughs> part of it, and you know, you may be right, but part of it's this this thing where like. You know, chlorians. I could talk about that forever, but he particularly, like, he touches people when they die to see what the chlorians do, to understand where the chlorians change. You know, mm. how does that give people life? How does that keep, get, keep people alive? And he's that one character that, you know, sculpted and molded Palpatine into the sick savage he is. And that's the whole, like, second part of the book, where you get, you know... How does he form Palpatine? He even goes as far as to finding Darth Maul. Right? He mm. ends up kidnapping Darth Maul from Dathomir. You molds that character. So it's like you got this character that is, to me, the only true like intellectual, um, intellectual. And I, I'm not a fan of that word, or the fan of the word scholar. But like this man is like an intellectual when it comes to how he approaches it. Where Palpatine's just greedy. This man's like, you know what? If I put this here and this here, you know, it'll end up setting up this much better. And, you know, it's funny. He's the only character, at least to me, and maybe y'all legends nerds will tell me. But the reason why I I, I broke out a very small bottle of one is because he got drunk thinking he was like literally drunk, not, not drunk on power. Truly, he got drunk the evening with Palpatine and Palpatine struck him down and killed him. Force lightning to death. And there's there's a monologue at the end of the book that may be one of the greatest monologues ever. That Palpatine is resentful for what he made. You know what he was made to be. But I don't know. You you get this character that that obviously wanted Palpatine to be the next heir, and you know the rule of two dictates that rule of two dictates that that next person will you know inevitably kill you. So ah, I don't know. Plagueis is so interesting, and like yes. I don't know. I, I've I've had a deep, deep passion for him since summer of twenty twenty. I was working a job and I listened to that whole audiobook in like a two-day, three day like sitting. And that's a fourteen hour audiobook. And like mm-hmm. I was like, I cannot get enough of what they're doing with this. And yeah. he literally one person he finds, he literally lets them die and come back to life just to watch how and what his Metaclorians do. Mm-hmm. That's right, and the beauty—the beauty in that Darth is Cerebrus is backup of Yes, <laughs> right. yes. Who comes and hunts Plagueis? Like that's how cool this book is. But you get you now see it, and it's so cool. And I hope the acolyte gets in this in some capacity. Mm. I think that's what they're building towards. But you get this like insane reveal in the Rise of Skywalker that it's because of Plagueis is why Palpatine's alive. It's the only real canon entry at this point, and obviously it's from a novel. But like. Tr- essence transfer, you know mm-hmm. that is what Plagueis essentially does, and that's what he learns about. That's what he's teaching Palpatine to do. And like, I don't know, it's it's With, it's, it's Bane began?
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, it, it, it was all... trying to do it to Xana. Yeah, yeah,
2: it, it, it all comes together, man. And and I think that's what's interesting about the tapestry we've woven of Sith. He said today. I did Alden's um, of this episode. Is there we go. like. We we've all picked characters one way or another that have greatly affected the other. Um, that's right. You know, you go as far and early back as Exar Kun, or you go to the the end uh, with Palpatine, or beyond with Krayt and everything. Like, but every every one has had influence over the other in their own unique way, in their own that's unique right. stories. I think that's so fascinating. Yeah. Uh, that we done See- did that unintentionally.
4: And you can see that it's a lineage for me: Kamari Vosa, Count Dooku, Palpatine, Plagueis. Like it's yep. there's something to that build where where it's still believable. And not saying the Jedi y'all chose your legend ones aren't believable, but like Plagueis is one of those ones that you we could not could get a mini series for. But like if they recanonize that book, you wouldn't oh, really have I, to change that him. much. You wouldn't mm-hmm. have to change that much at all, no. which is really weird. And that, if that's I what's may interesting with, about that.
0: Oh, go ahead. Mm-hmm. If I made with Plagueis. One of the things that I find so fascinating about him is the way that like he's like the company man of the Sith. Like yeah. he gets it. He yeah. gets it. Like bastard, horrible person. But he gets it. He yeah. is not uh, he is not he is not unnecessarily cruel. He mm. is not you know, like, like again like what he's doing is horrible and mm-hmm. torturous to his subjects where he's bringing people back to life and then killing them again and then back to life so he can ma- like manipulate the glorious,
2: but he, but um, he thinks it's for this higher per- like it's it's very bane in that sense of like it's it's like it's a necessary evil being almost. yeah
0: greater you know and yeah. like the thing that i love so much about him uh is the way that he mirrors palpatine back to himself especially in the end of his life that you know a part of why palpatine was able to kill him so easily was because of the attempt on his life that left him with like the giant respirator, That's not right. unlike Vader. That when mm-hmm. Palpatine was like, All right, nice knowing you, he go, yep. like, you know, electrocutes him, is that he shut his shit off by yep. doing that same way he'd kill Anakin later. But one of my favorite parts of that book is at the very beginning and the very end when Palpatine's like, I think I killed him
2: yep that's mm-hmm. not that crazy. I think he's dead. I, I like to think that's where his need for contingency came from is this exactly. idea of I don't know if I've ever truly escaped my master.
0: yeah I don't know if Plagueis is actually dead, and, and that's one well, of the most interesting
2: things to mess with right there for sure. yeah that, oh, exactly
0: that, that's that why was I want part Snoke of though to be the plague that, is so badly where i that, was like like this would be the perfect like plague is just kind of kicking down the door like the kool-aid man going ha, 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 i waited till you died you dumb son of a bitch yeah
4: like, you know i agree and you oh, know it's okay. funny there was that one moment and i don't know if it was intentional and we can speculate on this all we want but it was at the san diego comic-con that they let fans go up and ask questions and someone straight up asked daisy ridley of all people is is Snoke Plagueis and like she looked at Lawrence Kasdan and JJ and they were both like no no you can't answer that and I was like oh my (laughs) god if they had if they had done that route you know Scotty I will correct you briefly Daisy Ridley looked
0: over and under her breath went is that the one that like she says isn't that the and then then JJ was like secret box secret
2: box that's the thing
4: like there, there is a story for this character, you know. Most creators that, like I said earlier, JJ was the one that was like, "We were so compelled by that, what that could mean for the rise of Skywalker." Like, and that's the first line that Palpatine says, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Jared, you can play quote it better than I can. You say it. Whenever I they missed what,
0: what you said. What were no, you no. Saying? Whenever, whenever they the show.
4: Sidious or a Palpatine for the first time in The Rise of Skywalker. Uh The dark side is a pathway dark to many things. The dark side
0: of the Force is a pathway to many abilities some consider to be what? lightning flash. That
2: was the art. most hammiest it, thing they it, could have but done. But it was
4: great. <laughs> <'Cause> it, <laughs> answered, it answered the oh, question yeah. without it, having to answer the, the question. In the first five minutes, we have it all. Yep. Oh, how? Why? The dead speak. Listen. Like... How it's because of Plagueis. And honestly, if that movie had spent, and I'm not joking when it says maybe, maybe another line of dialogue. I learned it from my master, Plagueis. Mm. You know, like right. that would have That's been. It was for, that. That It's so funny because I love that movie. But that would have been one of those moments where like, aha, you know, and everyone would have been like, let's look into what the hell that means. And right, you got for your
2: the spoon fed fans. Yeah, it would have yes, well, definitely sh- helped.
4: Which is nice. Which because a little, that is so experience. far
0: down on my pecking order for yeah, like things too. I would fix about Rise of Skywalker. Sure, sure. Like I don't like them using Palpatine as the villain, but like the way they bring him back, and again, maybe it's because I'm a legends guy, but when people are like, Oh, this doesn't make any sense, I'm like no, his his master was the granddaddy of medicorium manipulation. The whole point was to figure out how to prevent death. Right. Uh, like, they they literally did this it...
2: twenty years ago, right? Yeah, yeah. It's
0: like, it's like <laughs> that's been a thing. It's damn near impossible to clone force sensitives. All no. of this makes sense. And another like, I, oh damn, I just lost it. Never mind. Keep going. <laughs> I had I had a thought, and then it. Pew,
3: but oh, no,
2: like I I think that's the biggest thing for me, being that that was my like most interest interesting thing. Not my the thing I was most interested in uh, with legend storytelling with Palpatine put like I I, not necessarily the whole Luke I'm gonna dabble in the dark side stuff but the clone emperor stuff I was very into and and I kind of wondered back with episode seven is this gonna be a direction we go because I'd be very for it and we didn't get it so they you know they kind of surprised me with it on the back end with the rise of Skywalker so I think I was so into it because I was so into it already right like i was already looking for that to be
4: the uh the the end game a little yeah. bit so um, i i appreciate y'all let me talk about this character because this is the one character that i think people don't give uh, enough attention to and will one day and then unfortunately we'll you know us four will be the ones that <laughs> we've been loving this character for the past right, you know 30 mind. years you know it's right. it it is
0: it's I like was six years old literally uh. and
4: like i don't know you 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 take a name, like a name drop in star Wars just means so much. Like that whole business mm-hmm. of Kato Neimoidia, that line means something now, you know, it's literally father-
0: two different books. There yes. are two different <laughs> books that are about that business on Kato and Imoidia It's like
4: that doesn't, doesn't count. No, like, that's the thing. That's what Star Wars as well. That's what George established, obviously, with the, you know, you know my father in the Clone Wars? Boom, You here's, here's a right. whole series and a whole set of movies. Like, I'm and a whole sorry, set of books. <laughs> yes. And, like, <laughs> D- George writing that was not writing it, you know, because it was the last Star Wars movie. He was writing it because he knows someone would fill those gaps later. And exactly. it's it probably the best example of filling the gaps in and not being, God, it sounds so bad, and not being terrible. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, yeah, I yeah. feel like James Asino truly couldn't have written a better novel. And I, and I I'm a, I literally bought it, y'all. I'm not kidding. I'll show you. I bought it to have this conversation with y'all. I listened to the first um, hour and a half of it this week. I'm not kidding. And well, by the way, him being immune yeah. also is really sick because we need more. We need more like really different looking. Yes. Sith. Like if we got a Doug Sith or oh or, um, or like a anoidian sith like
2: just mm. just something well, that be cool like I, I i mean i lingered on it cuz kakruk was on my favorite jedi list like so many of my favorite jedi are the weird aliens yes and it's just because they're just instantly visual like it's one thing to be visually interesting in star wars it's another when they actually give you a story so when you get to be a visually interesting character with a story it's a yes. win win and so but um Heck yeah i i, I think, say, oh, I think plague is I doing that it, much like more more bane is an eventuality. I do. Yeah. I really do. But then, yes, Jared.
0: I just want to say, I remember what I was gonna say earlier. There we go. Just, like, the whole company man thing is that, like, and it's in the tragedy Lost. of Darth Plagueis huh. the Wise. He thought Palpatine was his ride or die.
4: That's right. right.
0: Like he was, especially part. after getting stabbed in the back by Tenebris. Uh-huh. Right. Because like, with, uh, like. What happens with tenebris like he didn't he wasn't even like super focused on killing his master until a giant rock fell on him and he was like
3: <laughs>
2: right
0: okay all right well what? that's taken care of i guess What's i'm the sith master about? now uh and then goes off but like he was like he was like waxing poetic not unlike dooku does in the revenge of the sith novel that's yes. right mm-hmm. where there's that level of like we did it we won we can mm-hmm. start to the Sith can become like powerful and like an army again. There doesn't yep. just have to be two of us anymore. Like Plagueis really thought he was riding to the end of the sunset with Palpatine. God, I think
2: that's when if if you're Palpatine, only because Palpatine plays with both of those characters, I think that's when you know they've fulfilled their purpose. Yeah, is when they start to see this other plan, this other future. That's when it's like, all right, nope, they are no
4: longer useful it's time for me to step in and take it back from him
0: yeah um, and like i got
4: one thing i want to add at the very end of all this if y'all don't mind not not absolutely. the whole conversation but but about the rat Plagueis up the best moment in that novel is him and jared's talked about this on my show a couple of times is when he sees anakin yes and that mm-hmm. shit that is that is to me one of the greatest moments in all of star wars he's he's like I sense that. What do I sense? Like I sense something I have never felt before and and god it feels so familiar. And then he goes and looks off the balcony seeing Palpatine greet Anakin and all of them and it's he it's literally who he made to the force. And it's mm-hmm. like god it's like that's like the most awesome moment to me and ever. And it's the freak out that comes
0: with it. too. Yes. Right. Because like and yeah. it, I love like the and it's the line where it's and it's so on the nose. Yeah. But whatever like Palpatine and Plagueis like have that moment where they and they just they just feel when they first like yes quote unquote create Anakin we did it right where they, they go okay we just did something but yep. the force did not like that yeah one they of them says like it. I feel like the force is going to strike back they said yep. the thing and uh, like, but the way that Plagueis for like years after that is like what was it any day now any day now, any day now what going to be step <laughs> on this mind and I'm going to find out and then. Like you said, like he sees it, and he just has it like, Oh my god, oh, holy shit, oh yep. my god, and it's like, and it's with a Jedi, damn it, like yes. Right. But it, it ended up like, being they exactly up, what they like this Qui-Gon Jin guy is gonna be a problem. Uh-huh. Right. You know, and it's like, Oh, great, it's with Qui-Gon, cool.
2: Right. God, it's so good. I knew I shouldn't have let you watch the kid.
0: Yeah. Uh,
4: <laughs> so good. Yeah, thank you for that. I, I needed that moment to talk Absolutely. about Absolutely.
2: Everybody should go read Plagueis. Right it, re- it really is well.
4: in, through and through one of the best Star Wars novels because it doesn't just tie up loose ends, it also it honestly adds to the sequel trilogy now, which is insane because it was written in right. 2012. Like Absolutely. who would have ever thought? But that being said, thank you. It's so yeah, sad it barely
0: made the cutoff. I think <laughs> God. Like, I think if James Lucino, like I if if I had my druthers, I'd just move the timeline in mm. either direction. Yep. So that like they're like, well, my book's gonna come out while everything else would be legends, and they just go, "Yep. All right, we can leave it." <laughs> <in."> right. <laughs> and retroactively, so much pre, like like pre the prequel type yes. stories, yeah. like KOTOR, like the tales of the Jedi like the Bane Trilogy, all retroactively become canon in their entirety right. because of the way that Plagueis is like, well, you see, my apprentice is such and such and such and such such. You know, um, like we were this close to that book, know. like just being this like little DLC pack that would have just the entire <laughs> timeline. I mean, it me it what that's, what it
2: that's what's perfect about the book is it's such a culmination of the many stories before um, that in one way or the other are mentioned and brought forward and again, and then looking forward to what's coming next. But I think that's also why it works so well to where it still largely can be canon is because it yes. takes so much from what we call legends and, and references it enough that, you know, it happened, but not necessarily in fine detail Yeah. Uh, while looking forward to things we do know has happened in mm-hmm. fine detail. It's a, it exists in a
4: very interesting space. Uh, and-, and, and his name. His name is the mm-hmm. last George name that we really kind of get. Like truly True. get. Yeah. Plagueis. Like he's just a, he's a plague. Like I don't know. It, it works well. The book came That's out sorry. January 10th, Plagueis. 2012. So oh. it, it missed the mark about was it nine months. Yep. It was right there. God, One Anakin God. Skywalker short. So.
3: Uh-huh.
2: Yes. <laughs> and now we've built up. Uh, and Ooh. I hope... Uh, first of all, God bless anyone still listening. Uh, <laughs> you the if, and that's if you've made it this far, first of all, congratulations because you are in for a whopping and fantastical, uh, first favorite Sith from No One's gonna no. guess <laughs> from Boop. Uh, it's definitely been worth your while. Uh, but yes, I'm so. nervous.
1: <laughs> My favorite Sith of all time, and you know what? It, I'm going to be honest, it got me through the Clone Wars the first time watching it.
0: The friends we made along the way.
1: Exactly. Darth Maul from the Clone Wars is my favorite Sith of all time. Because you get the craziest mother effer on several legs <laughs> at first. I, I will... Listen, Spiderlegs Maul is the most special boy of all time. <laughs> And I love him, and he can do no wrong in my eyes, even though he has done quite a bit of wrong, Trash. Oh, yeah, including of possibly cannibalism. But well, you know, <laughs> who hasn't at this point <laughs> in, <laughs> in this economy? Come on. Um, yeah, I I was not expecting crazy spider legs mall, and oh, it ass. knocked me out of my freaking seat. And you know I mean? was so bedazzled. Not bedazzled. <laughs> Bedazzled, devil
0: If you were expecting Spider Leg Mall, I want to know what you think the lottery numbers are. Right, that. if that was oh, my favorite are If you exactly. had that yeah. specifically,
2: Gift of Prophecy, right there. Well,
1: like I, it, the same thing happened when we watched Rebels. There was a lot that you, you kept me from. Um, tried to, yeah, try yeah. to. Yeah, obviously there were things that you know. It's a several year old show. Can't keep me for everything, but. Seeing Maul in a state of utter brokenness—just this is what happens when you are left to die and to stew Mm -hmm. for. That's right.
4: Years
2: Uh, at that point. um, So it was ten years. So that would have been twelve years. Twelve years after the Phantom Menace. Mm -hmm.
1: Something like that. But yeah, that—that is what happens when hatred is the only thing that's keeping you alive it will break you yeah. down to your barest form and make you into a monster only to be rescued later <laughs> right. by your brother hey yeah like, there's a positive message we can have here family family will <laughs> save you from a garbage <laughs> pit okay, yeah. hey. and a state guy. Oh, <laughs> oh, snake guy
2: honorable mention poor savage Press, man don't get yeah. me started
1: on some The first Zabrak to ever actually use his horns.
4: That's the only good thing. What have you been doing this entire time? You know what, Boop? I I gotta admire you for one thing in particular. You chose a Sith that may be the most multi-charactered though. And I mean it, right? You gotta you got a Sith that has had different story elements always thrown at him. From, like you said, the broken one, you know, you know, Mm -hmm. the crime lord one. You've got the youthful one, the revengeful one, and then you've got the the broken, like not not the broken one, but the 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 pure anger, the 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 now living, the undead Maul. Like you've got you've got so many good. That was such a good decision, and I know I know you. That was clever, but that was such a good decision. (laughs)
1: Thank you, dear. Um, Like I I love the arcs that Maul goes through, especially in the Clone Wars from season four season three season, in the season. season four to season seven yeah he goes through a lot in that <sighs> time you get to see brokenness you get to see pure rage that is you know tamped down into the most beautiful cool exterior like he is a bond villain yeah he is arc. that is peak mm. villain in my opinion and you get these, you know, these snippy little one liners here and there, but it's mostly just like this cool, deep rage under the surface. He is a postal worker ready to snap at any moment. <laughs> I am, I will forever say that. And He's a mall man. Exactly. He goes yeah. from a ah! monster. Exactly. <laughs> Stop stealing my jokes. Stop it. He, he goes from a monster to a reckoning. In that arc, like, Mm -hmm. this is what happens when you cross me.
2: Mm -hmm. Well, to what we see uh, to um, use an illustration that was, I I forget, I don't know if it was Star Wars Insider or whatnot, but they mentioned him like, you know, when he's introduced in the first film, he's like a mace. He's like some blunt, heavy ballistic weapon, right? He
1: is a lion pacing in a cage. And Uh um,
2: what we see through the Clone Wars up until he ends is so much of that weapon getting chiseled away (laughs) until all that's left is a stump and knife. That's right. right. That's all he is when he finally meets Kenobi again um, under the Twin Suns, or I guess the Twin Moons. But
1: um, I think it's just one moon. (laughs)
2: um, One of the interesting parallels, kind of something to throw to Legends Peoples, um, that I've seen, actually, is this analogy for... Because you mentioned, and we talk about often, how um, <laughs> we are still here. Yes, Milky. Not um, yet. I
1: haven't
2: had enough. Uh, we, I am. You mentioned he's, he's alive on spite, exactly. right? Um, uh-huh. so one of the, the Jerry just things,
0: finally added me back on Snapchat. Now I'm full of spite. There you go. There you go. One of the interesting
2: what? parallels I've seen drawn nice. is uh, with the Sith Triumvirate. Um, So with that, you have Treya, Sion, and Nihilus, right? Um, And Sion is the Lord of Pain and um, kind of equating this sort of uh, living deadness uh, from Maul to Sion, right? Absolutely. You have the Lord of Betrayal, um, which is drawn the parallel of Anakin to Treya. And then you have the Lord of Hunger, uh, this insatiable lust for power, uh, that you can draw from Sidious to Nihilus, and I just mm-hmm. think that that's such an interesting, like. And I knew some
1: uh, of those words. Somebody
2: can obviously pick apart <laughs> and be like, "Well, that's not a one-to." Wonder- like, I get it, <laughs> but, but I, I like this sort of. No, um, I I
0: know I you're right.
2: This sort of reincarnation, sort of thing of you know the 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 sins repeating generationally with the mm-hmm. Sith, that kind of happens from that because I, I like this idea that it's just, uh, you know, these people and these choices leading them to re- just keep the cycle going of evil mm-hmm. and everything, but it's also because I like those characters. The Sith Triumvirate yeah. is one of the coolest. Uh, that's another honorable mention out there as well.
0: Yeah,
2: uh, Darth Nihilus was this close to my list.
0: I but, thought you were saying that the, your, your honorable mention was the entirety of the Sith Triumvirate.
2: <laughs> I mean, tec- technically, you know, it's sort of that <laughs> Trinity thing where it's like they're all yeah. co-equal in power and glory, oh gosh, right? let like, like...
0: <laughs> theology, please. Except for, for when they jumped arrow, I trium- mean, trium- that's what they were going for.
2: That's what they were I going know.
0: for.
1: I know. Okay. <laughs> the unholy
4: trinity. Star
1: Wars is a Jesus story. I know.
4: But how cool is it that that Maul even had the chance to be able to be the ruler of Mandalore? You know, Absolutely. like that was that. I heard this too. That's the craziest twist. Is like, and that's the thing, right?
2: So, and like, not to keep adding to the fire of this conversation that's gone on so long already, but he had at one point everything he wanted.
1: Exactly. Everything
2: but he set out when he was originally it. taken in. To this Sith fold, he's gotten. Exactly. He had power. Yeah. He had influence. He had leadership. Oh, he had a grip on the galaxy for a time. Mm-hmm. All of that stuff, and he still gave it up just to get Kenobi. Exactly. Like, come because on, dude.
1: revenge does wonders for the will to live.
2: Mm-hmm. Nice. And that is
1: all of Maul. In well, one line. But
2: that but that's the difference, right? And and that's why Kenobi and Maul, and I know you have your Ahsoka and Maul dyad thing, but Ahsoka like and
1: Maul best, are dyad, I will the reset. best.
2: Where where Kenobi and Maul I like are so that. linked is is that is mm-hmm. that they both have that that desire to keep going for revenge's sake, yeah. but they go about it different ways. Uh, like Maul wants to weaponize his revenge where like uh for Kenobi it becomes and I think we're seeing that journey with the show now, it's it becomes this this flip of like no my my revenge is persisting continuing keeping yeah, the light alive
1: that's the point of the line look what i've risen above exactly
2: and so that's what like the this stuff is so like and that's what's so great about like I, although we're talking about dark characters and all this other stuff from this weird silly space opera learn from we, them yeah we sake. still get so many interesting uh, and inspirational even
3: stories i mean it's really I, agree.
1: I i talk all the time about Maul obviously because he is my favorite character because he is a character that I keep in mind when I have to deal with my own anger issues. <laughs> like, I do not want to end up like Darth Maul. I do not want to end up in the arms of my enemy dying. Nope. metaphorically or I physically. mean, if it's
2: Kenobi, what a way to go, I though. I
1: know, right? Looking at <laughs> those big,
0: beautiful eyes. I, mean, God. I think that one of my favorite like, what ifs to ponder, and with Maul is... You're not going to hear me do this very often. There we go. To quote the Dark Knight with the whole, <laughs> like, you know, you know, I'm like a dog chasing a car. I don't know what I'd do if I actually got it. Like, what the hell was Maul mm-hmm. going to do true. if Ahsoka took his hand and we're like, okay, we're going to go what? whack Darth Sidious? One of the things, it's really subtle and it's really tiny. And it's this in the same way of uh, the way that. Dooku, even in the end, was like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to die before I give it up. Is he... Maul never said it's the Chancellor. Mm-hmm. He didn't sell him out. And I think on some level, Maul was like, I'm not going to tell you who until you agree yeah. to right. do this. Like, for right. real. And like, there was a part of him that was like, I'm not going to let a Jedi do it.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. It's got to be me.
0: It's got to be me. And there's mm-hmm. selfishness there. And we're obviously past the point of having time to unpack this, but boom, I, there's a very interesting uh, dynamic happening here where I I, I, I I, wouldn't say disagree with your interpretation because you're the Maul person. You get Maul better than most. I think it's interesting that you say that Maul is at his like, Broken man stage in Rebels. When I see Maul circa the Clone Wars, Mm. or as the broken, shattered man who's just glomming on everything he can get his hands on to make himself whole, and by the time of Rebels, I'm more seeing him like mostly because he drops the Darth title then. Yeah, remember Mm. like wait from and again that's just me. I don't say you're wrong. I just it's interesting interpretations of the character that like for me when he's like, you know, just all no longer Darth where it's that very like, you know, I'm doing my own thing. And honestly, I'm just kind of freestyling at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've lost my criminal empire for the fourth time. And he doesn't like become the broken lunatic again until he's like, Oh, Obi-Wan's alive. Right. Well, there's something, you know, yeah. it's like it, it's, he, he's so compelling and fascinating and, Absolutely. Thank you for centering him here because I do think he is central to everything we've talked about.
4: Uh, yeah, sure.
0: is in, in like the pathology of Darth Maul.
4: He was just the casted Sith. Like he got casted away. Yeah. Like he wasn't even worth it. Like to other people, he was like, nah, you're not worth my time. He may embody the Sith the most in that capacity of like, you know, he he deserves. On who that you
0: ask? No one even yeah.
4: really considered him a Sith. That's right. right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. And it's funny like I think a lot of us one of my favorite moments and it might be the same for y'all was in the a recent addition to Clone Wars with season 7 whenever yeah. he gets captured and what does he scream that literally made me tear up yeah. you don't know what is it what is the exact phrasing it's like you don't but know let me I'm, die you don't know what's coming like yes. yeah. Whoa. and you're like you know this man really oh look that I know Nick just brought it up right yeah. there, right See, what are you it. doing here I was thinking me literally right Right. Mm -hmm. even so good but like that line where he screams and panics like holy cow like he doesn't want to get killed either
0: you know he's he's just
4: like the general yep yes god it's just so good it's such a such a profound character man who would have ever thought seeing him in 99 and then having him get killed 99 and then now we look back at it you know 24 years later and just like that's he's perfect he's perfect
1: perfect Thank you. That's what I've been saying. <laughs> That's right.
2: Hey, I, I think we have all come up with uh, very interesting and uh, uh, powerful lists of the greatest Sith, at least to us. Um, there was a lot of quipping and memes happening in the chat, so no actual dialogue on their favorite. <laughs> but um, in closing, we would invite you find us on uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or come back to this uh, if you're watching it on YouTube. Um, let us know your favorite Sith. Obviously, it can be an interesting conversation. One worth two and a half hours, apparently. Um, <laughs> That's right. Not a new Nerd Herder record, but close. No, I um, think our first...
0: This is just average Nerd Academy time. I don't know what you guys are
2: talking <laughs> about. Hey, well, uh, obviously, it's it's bearable and listenable because of our lovely guests, to whom beautiful, we say a hearty guests. thank you yet again uh, to joining us for this. At the end of the day, Nerd Herder is about us just getting to selfishly. Uh, we do been did the dark side in that aspect. Mm-hmm. We selfishly just have fun conversations with our friends, That's and true. some weirdos on the internet seem to <laughs> like listening to that. <laughs> so you know what 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 are we to deny the people? Um, exactly. So uh, if you liked it, make sure that you let us know by liking it, rating it, or sharing it. Uh, that always does a lot of good to grow the conversation, grow. Uh, the the cult that is nerd herder. That's right. Um, you know, I don't know if we've established the hierarchy and theology yet, but uh, uh, we've established we did. We do know Scotty is God, uh, Christ. G-A-W-D. Mm-hmm. uh Yeah. We have Boop Jesus. Uh, no, no, no,
1: no. Boop Satan. Boop
2: Satan. Boop, uh, Boop Satan. I guess Jared, you can be Jesus. Um, Jared. What could
0: say Boopsifer? Boopsifer.
2: Oh boops-a-fur. gosh. Boops-a-fur. Uh, Change the handle. There we go. <laughs> Yes, That's right we, we love our weird space friends um and uh shout
4: out to all those <laughs> the the the... yeah uh, oh we were lucky to be here look i'm yes. not gonna lie nerd herder i've listened to y'all a handful of times and obviously i know boop real well just from interactions and being a part of the bombad fam and everything but like to be on it means a lot and i know we've talked about doing episodes about lord of the not lord of the rings legend of zelda we've talked about doing episodes yeah. in different fandoms which we still need to you know Actually follow through with, uh, yeah. but but that being said, right? I'm, I feel very lucky to be on here, and I love the 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 welcomeness that I felt. And I don't know, I I really admire y'all. Y'all are great people, and you're good friends of mine. And I don't know, it's just we, we're so lucky to have, like Nick said, weird space friends in this capacity. We really yeah. are in like every way.
0: Absolutely. And Jared, yeah, yeah, y'all Jared y'all lost to me good. in yeah. uh you guys were so sweet as to move the day so I could even be on to begin with. And that, yes. again, very much made me very oh, happy.
2: Absolutely. And, and well well worth the change to be able to have this lovely conversation. And, and we would do it again in a heartbeat uh, if it means getting to hang out with these awesome people. So uh, thank you again. We can't say much more. But uh, yes, please. Uh, their handles are in the description, but be sure to check out Jared uh, over on Twitter uh, as well as Nerd Academy Podcast. Uh, and also... Uh, Scotty uh, for his ridiculous cryptid memes and and just uh, <laughs> off the handle, <laughs> <Sometimes he gets laughs> non-contextual uh, tweets. Um, but if you if you want more of his uh, brainy passion, you can also check out Bombadcast. That's right. Um, and just just lovely people, lovely people to have in your ears and eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, however you digest their content, uh, it is well worth it. As All much
0: right. as I hate him, I do love having Scotty in me. <laughs> <laughs> also,
1: Jared, uh, I don't want to show you up, but I thought of a much better one.
0: a Boop.
2: a Boop. Ooh. That is a good one. I That's take
0: honor. One. I take honor in like having the joke that got upgraded. I, I take <laughs> honor <laughs> yeah, in like I,
4: yep. What yep. inspired what thing? I agree. You set it up. You set it up.
2: Uh well. Uh, As always, uh, we will be back next week. Uh, We are taking... Uh, A week to chat about Mm -hmm. uh, other things we enjoy. Bringing Mm -hmm. back some familiar faces to talk about Masters of the Universe, I believe.
1: There we go. Masters of the Universe.
2: Yes. Revelation, specifically. Uh, It's Mm -hmm. been a year, and we recently got the announcement that uh, it is getting a sequel. And so we are very excited about that. Get ready
1: for a lot of Skeletor impressions.
2: Yes. Um, Yes. Again, we love our bad boys. And (laughs) so, but... We'll be back in two weeks to talk more Star Wars as we wrap up and review Kenobi uh, with a character study that I am excited for uh, more than ever now, surprisingly. So, uh, but until then, uh, from us, including Piglet uh, at Nerd Herder and the boys with us, we wish you a hearty stay, Scruffy, and we will see you all next time. Stay <laughs> Wait a minute! Wait a minute! You know, this is excuse me. A damn fine cup of coffee.